ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean. Joining me today is Q Storm. Sir, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm uh, in full wick mode. Uh-oh. So you strapped to the nines, huh? Well, <laughs> that's a given. But anyway. Wow. All right. Also joining us, Mr. Ant Pooh. Sir, how are you? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing more work with one hand than most Negroes get done with two in a week. Uh, pause. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're dealing with well, immature I mean, minds used to do, If y'all used to doing the one hand, have at it. <laughs> you, you you don't want me to go too, huh? Damn. Well, you know, we, I ain't going to brag, but. Right, here we go. Okay, I walked into that. Ah, oh, Lord. Nah, I suffered a, a ghastly injury to my uh, index finger, and it's really limiting the work that I can do since I'm on a computer all day, every day. Mm. Oh, man, we but hope. I still get my ish done. Hey, you got to get that paper. Yeah. Sure, exactly. So sure the job ain't like, well, uh, hey, we can't, uh, are you not able to do your job, buddy? Find somebody else. I'm sorry. It's nothing personal. <laughs> yeah, no, that, you know, I ain't trying to put no one on blast, but that's kind of exactly how it went. <laughs> They're like, oh, wow, I'm sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. So, when do you think you'll be back? Yeah. Are you going to be able to get those reports done? <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> like they said, I have a new one next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's next month. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to speak. You know, sp- can I just say one thing? Go ahead. <laughs> You know, hearing stories like that, you know, the story I told last week about Whole Foods. Yes. Sometimes, I mean, I do get in my feelings. I'd be sometimes, sometimes I feel like, all right, calm down. <laughs> sometimes I'd be feeling. Like, remember the scene in Glory when Denzel is schooling Andre Brower about him thinking he's supposed that he's supposed to be treated special because he's educated and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And come sometimes on, man, the cue, man. What? Respect the listeners, man. You, you're chewing on them, them uh, ham hocks a little hard back then. I, I wasn't even. I wasn't even chewing. I can hear smacking in the back of your mouth. You must be hearing something else, man. It's not coming from me. Oh, here you go. Anyway, well, you don't ruin the joke. So let's we'll just move forward. <laughs> I wouldn't joke. Okay. You got that puffy mouth and shit, Diddy. That Diddy. That wet mouth Diddy style. But anyway. Okay, let's pa- pause, pause on that. On like, that. Uh, please. <laughs> Man, what you drinking? Uh, actually, I'm glad you asked. I am actually drinking a Mike's Harder Pineapple Punch Limited Edition. So that's the. Uh, and you telling me to respect the pa- view? The well, yeah, but I'm not all gargling in the goddamn mic, nigga. You sound, uh. like, you sound like you're juggling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You keep going. <laughs> I got jokes too. <laughs> All right, my bad. All right, uh, man. I wanted to. We're going to get into some John Wick uh, today, and also see you yesterday. Another movie. That's uh, a Netflix movie. Well, before we get into that, man, did you guys see this video of Arnold Schwarzenegger that just came up? He was apparently in South Africa. I don't know if it's some sort of competition or he was there as a judge or a celebrity or something, but he's like holding a phone, filming something on the middle of a gymnasium with 
people surrounding him. And you see some kid, or I'm assuming it's a kid, just runs up and does a flying kick into his back. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why are they doing auto like that over there? Think he must owe them some money or something? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's payback for fucking up their country and predator. Wow. I, <laughs> I was like, damn, they just jabbed this. I mean, it was a running, flying kick. It almost looked like two. He went two feet to his back. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Uh, I, I think it's probably just comes down to simple uh, social media age where he just wanted mm-hmm. to get some attention. Where, which, in my opinion, I, it can be misogynist all you want, whatever, but men should not be that thirsty for attention. Now he caught a case. Yeah, I'm curious okay. if he does catch a case out there. I mean, I don't know. The laws are different, but it's not. Come on, Arnold Schwarzenegger's got to be like 70 something years old. And you, you're attacking him from the back. Pause. Like, just- <laughs> yeah, so that is kind of bitch made. Yeah. Being no, an elderly man. Man, is that what part of Wakanda Forever is that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, I, 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 we were offline, and I told you I saw this video of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it was the wrong one. So now, okay, I didn't know this video existed. Now I'm trying to find it in the chat. Yeah, just scroll up a little bit. Uh, okay, I did find it. All right, I'm gonna put myself on mute and check this out. Yeah, why they do? Why, what does Schwarzenegger do? Is is they uh, they come coming from over there, or is, or is South Africa just on some? It's on and popping. We don't give. A, uh, I thought he said in the back, not I'll be back. Anyway, bad joke. But yeah, they, <laughs> this, <laughs> the screen the screen cap of that is is a cold picture. Of Arnold, yeah, y'all did him dirty over there. <clears throat> and I know the I know. Certain people have a field day with these with situations okay. like this. Okay, I just saw. Oh, you saw? Kid. Why you laughing? It ain't funny. <laughs> I'm like old folks are having a hard time this week, man. <laughs> Getting pushed off buses and kicked in the back. I heard about that. What was the story about this? A, a guy got pushed off a moving bus, or just pushed off the bus in general? What happened? Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it was cold blooded, but it wasn't a moving bus. Some shit that would have been. Uh, no, this woman. I mean, I'm this woman. I think it was a black woman pushed uh he was he, he was like 90 years old or something he was walking behind her she, uh, this is the story she was rude while she was on the bus <clears throat> and the white guy the old guy he was trying to get off at his stop mm. and when he walked by her she was standing you know where you, the platform right before you get on the stairs to get off he said it's alleged he said something like you need to be nicer to people or something like that and when he turned his back, she shoved him full body, and he went flying. And hit, I mean, it's on the it's on the video. He went flying, and hit the pavement head first, and died. Wow! I thought you commented on that. Maybe I did. I don't know. I I saw somebody post something. Maybe I did post. I, I did say something about that. You said yeah. she's done or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, and then um, I this is when Big Sexy and I got into it. I posted that. Uh, there are reports that he used the N-word on her. And I wasn't saying that justified her doing a full, you know, full press attack. But, mm. man, what's going on? I mean, maybe even if he did, I mean, 
You, and then you got in. She got in her feelings, apparently. And now you got a murder rap. You're done. Like, is it? Was it? I don't know. It just seems uh, seems ridiculous. I don't care what somebody call, call me something. That'd be one thing if he put hands on her or something like that. But I have a story that happened. I think you put, did. We talked about this. I'm probably ten years now. In Seattle or somewhere near Seattle, where mm-hmm. a white guy was watering his yard, yeah, and the brother walked by and said some foul. No, the white guy said some foul shit, and he punched the guy. He, he fell down, and bust his head, head open, and died. Yeah, and now you got a murder rap. It was was it worth it? Yeah, I know exactly where that happened in my old neighborhood. And see, that's why when we were talking about this other case, uh, uh, maybe last month, where. I think it was in like a Denny's or some kind of fast uh, restaurant. And these white guys were shouting the N-word and these these black guys were about to fight. And I was saying, like, you just got to walk away from that because you you the one going to get in trouble. And it seemed like everybody was like, no, nah, you're being provoked. You're being provoked. And I'm like, well, haven't we seen stories like this where people strike back and still catch a case? Well, yeah, I think I think I was saying, like, you would catch a case, but the thing is, you know, from the person doing the provoking, it's hard to justify the win in the argument when you did. Right? right. So it's like either way, both of them, you know, it's a road that you might be right, but it's a hell of a thing to be right when you're in the casket. You know, just to prove a point. So that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you have the right to say the, I think we we're talking about you have the right to say the N word or people can say what they want. I always be saying, you can say whatever you want. You just have to deal with the consequences of the actions. Uh, you may win in a court of law, but it'd be a hell of a win, right? If your head got cracked open and you're paralyzed the rest of your life, or in these two cases, a person died, like, you know, sometimes you just got to think, man, like, eh, maybe I don't want to say that. I don't, I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> This dude might be crazy, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and then and then if you're the person that they're saying it to, hopefully there's some rationale that runs past your mind. Eh, what are one of the possible outcomes? I may slap the shit out of him. He trips, busts his head open, and it's bye bye my life. You know, was it worth? It? I don't think it is, man. But. Like I said, I, look, I just looked at this video again. What was this dude thinking? What was this? Which one? The one with Schwarzenegger. What was the uh, cause? Was it boom lock? What was they sound like? Muhammad Ali? <laughs> was it boom by or, or that's that's Muhammad Ali? <laughs> what did what did uh, Ch- say in? Uh, oh. <laughs> about that. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. Yeah. Why stop laughing, Mike? Damn. It was an end game. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. That's terrible. This is a senior citizen, politician, actor, oh, icon. Anyway, you just, you just make yourself look foolish when you're doing that. When you do that, I you, mean, you do actually. Ah, oh. mm, 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 mm. they doing them dirty over there, boy. You can handle the truth. <laughs> and you know. <laughs> I am I was, the cap. I am the Terminator now. <laughs> the wrong country. I was, <laughs> maybe they was just filming a movie or something. They are filming a new Terminator movie. So maybe this whole thing What's is some viral. Be, uh, what is the term? Go be the gym. 
I don't know. Maybe it's some, this is a whole th- viral thing to get us hyped up for the next Terminator. I, I don't know. Well, I will be gone if you get taken out by a flying kick. <laughs> There's a new Terminator, man. There's a new type of Terminator. You know what I'm saying? The geriatric Terminator? Hey. Well, it was the African Terminator. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me, stop. Let me leave more. Let me stop before this happened to me. I'll be I'll be like I'll be on some Charlemagne be coming out of my job. Hey, are you Michael Dean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta get that drop, brother. <laughs> Tracing me down the street. Beat gonna pay him in that. Buddy, buddy, buddy. All right, all right. Um, let's get into John Wick three Portobello. I call this movie John Wick. Portobello. I don't know. That's why I said I call the movie. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Fuck y'all. This dude. This dude getting the pizza. I say (laughs) (laughs) Portobello. I was like, why is it named after that? I didn't get it. Let me get contr- let me get control of the show. Let me get control. Of the show. I called the movie John Wick. You've been greenlit. That's that's what happened. He was greenlit. Anybody remember uh, what's the Denzel movie? The name just Equalizer. No, no, no. He where he's a cop. The classic one. Oh, uh, Training Day. Training Day. You know, tra- I heard you've been greenlit. You know, and the, you know the. the uh, what was his god damn what was uh denzel's character's name I, lonzo lonzo been greenlit you know he had to pay that money back <clears throat> this is what this is the same way like john wick been greenlit so everybody on site that's what they could have called they could have called it john wick three on site <laughs> on site <laughs> on gp because <laughs> they was on his ass <laughs> but uh <clears throat> just to go back so anyone who has seen chapter two of John Wick saw how it ended where John killed uh, somebody in the uh, Continental, which is that hotel where all the assassins go. And that was supposed to be a safe, safe zone. Like you couldn't conduct no business there. It could be no violence. Couldn't kill somebody. And John Wick blatantly broke the rules and killed the guy in there. So what ended up happening was Winston, who was the, uh, owner or he operates the continental he's kind of like john wick's uh mentor it seemed like or his obi-wan type character you know the teacher the cat that always kind of held him down a little bit he had to uh ex what do they call it ex communicate excommunicado basically cut off john wick from the game he was an outsider it would be like if he was a snitch or something like okay you're done you know nobody can't fuck with you um, so that's what happened to John Wick. So at the end of chapter two, John Wick was on the run, you know, running down the street with him and his dog, and the, and he was on site. And so this movie literally picks up right at that moment where it's on site for John Wick. He has like maybe an hour before it's official, but everybody's gunning for him. And that's essentially, you know, what the movie's about. I don't want to spoil it per se, but I know we, I'm going to tell you now, we're probably going to spoil some things, but let me say, what did I think about this movie? Uh, I actually think this is the best John Wick movie of the three. 
in my opinion. And I'm coming from the opinion of a guy who was an action movie junkie. Like, I can appreciate action movies that go hard for the action. I'm not going to see these movies for compelling drama. You know, I'm not seeing them for high-level storytelling in a traditional sense. I'm going to see action, and in this particular case, gun-busting, heads cracking. Also, in this case, the uh, Kung Fu, uh, putting their hands up, brutal action. This movie over-delivers in that category. It'd be like if I went to go see a horror movie. I'm not going there to see Shakespeare. Not going there to see Spike Lee join. I'm going there to see some horror. Let me see heads getting shivered off and all. So this movie is an action movie. And it is high watermark action in my opinion. A lot of you have heard me talk over the couple years about Batman v Superman. I know people don't like that movie. But I... One thing I will say about that movie that I watched this scene a lot over and over is the Batman warehouse scene where Batman fights all them dudes in the warehouse. To me, hands down, greatest Batman on film so far. And maybe we'll talk about Batman later. But the level of action, the choreography in that scene, the brutalness of it, love it. This movie is that times 10. Like the whole movie. So for me, beautiful. I, I love that. Uh, there's a movie that also I also herald in a high echelon of action movies is The Raid 2. Anybody who's seen that movie knows that they get down in that movie. Most act, uh, action, so-called American action heroes or some of these big budget blockbusters maybe have an action, they're not ready for that level of get down because those cats put in work those cats are in this movie and they're getting down and Keanu Reeves is right there with them. Now there are little parts in this movie where the characters that these raid dudes play, they kind of, they, they, they're fanboys of John Wick a little bit. So they're like, Oh, I can't believe I'm fighting John Wick. Cause there's times when they could have took him down a little bit and their characters, cause they was fanboys. They want to keep the fight going. So they kind of like, not taking them out, killing them, and, you know, let them get up. You know, so, there's such a respect for them. Because that would be the only nitpick I would say where they were, them dudes could have took him down. But because they're playing games, the thing is, John Wick ain't. So they got body. But I, I bring them up to say Keanu Reeves was going toe-to-toe with them cats. And it didn't look awkward where they kind of making their moves a little bit more for him it, you could maybe say that but to me it was still that high echelon of like kung fu action and choreography and i have to tip my hat majorly to keanu reeves i don't know how old this dude is but he was right there with him getting it in like i ain't never seen no american cat so far that was doing it like that and he was right there with him so that's why I'm saying the action in this movie and the fight choreography on a whole other level. Uh, and to, so to, for me, it's an absolute 10 in terms of action. And the whole movie's action, which can 
get to the point where you're like, okay, I haven't seen too much, but they do a way of every major action part. They seem to ramp up just a little bit or change something where it's not just this, it's not just John Wick, you know, shooting cats in the head three or four times. It still add a little something, you know, nuance to it. Was like, oh shit. Uh, so it, it it works. Uh, let me see, Halle Berry. I, I, to me, Halle Berry would be cool in movies. You know, I've seen her in good stuff, and but it was nothing where I ever felt like, man, she just knocked it out of the park. To me, in this, she knocked it out of the park for where she's at in the game right now in terms of her career. This was like, whoa, you can get down like this, sis. They need to go ahead and have her really be doing some action. Cause she was doing her thing, man. Like, was she on the level of Kiana? You know, and I think Q could speak a little bit later on it. But to me, I was surprised at her performance. I thought she was incredible. She's also has these dogs. Her character has these dogs. Listen, these dogs was putting out more work than most of these niggas doing these movies. <laughs> these, <laughs> these dogs was bodying people. <laughs> I don't know who the trainer or what, but this on a whole other level. This is not the secret lives of dogs or some of these other. These dogs are coming for that ass. I loved it. Man. And back in the not, days. Not, not for the ass. They were coming for Come these on. nuts. Yeah, they was. <laughs> I, I, there's, there's old school. They, I don't know if you remember. There used to be a genres of the dog attack movies back in the day. Like when I was a teenager, that was kind of the thing. There was these movies where they'd be the dogs. Wild dogs would hunt down people. And we used to, me and my partner Tobias, we used to love watching movies like that. We would be in tears laughing. This movie has a little bit of that. Like, damn, these dogs, hey, Oh man, it was it was just excellent, man. Um, this movie had me hyped when I was watching it. The, it was a packed theater that I saw it in. It was IMAX. Let me tell you, that whole crowd was like, "Oh, whoa!" Ah, I mean, every little thing. It was a reaction, gasping. This movie is brutal. Like they amp up their violentness. The violent. I'm making up a word. The violentness. They ramp it up. Cats is getting stabbed in the eyeballs. Blood, brain matter is 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 out of control. It's a brutal movie. So it's, a, it's basically a video game. I, mean, I don't even know the body count. He had to be killing hundreds of people in this movie. It's ridiculous. But it was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, last thing I'll say, uh, and we'll go deeper later. I was actually I enjoyed this movie actually more so than I did Endgame. I think Endgame is a remarkable movie, but I was hyped through the whole thing with this. Like, hyped. John Wick, to me, is the action cat right now, the character, and Keanu Reeves shuts down everybody in action right now. I don't care who... Chris Evans, Captain America, salute you. Uh, Tom, Tom Cruise, sit down. <laughs> They're not doing what Keanu. Now, Tom Cruise is doing the stunt, the, the crazy stunts, but he ain't doing the fight choreography and getting down with top cats and just really putting it in, man, where it looks so believable. It's ridiculous. Uh, this movie was insane. I mean, John Wick was fighting motherfucking ninjas on motorcycles on, zo zooming down the street. 
taking them all out. And, and it was fabulous. The movie was shot fabulous. Like the colors and the, 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 the shots in New York. I can't wait to see this on 4K uh, HDR. It's going to be bananas. I'm going to stop talking because I'll get into it later. All I can say is this is a must-see movie. If you are an action junkie fan, this is hands down one of the best. And 2019, this is high watermark action for American cinema to be able to get down like this and go toe-to-toe with the Asian movies. I loved it. Uh, Q, what did you think of this movie? Well, from an all-encompassing aspect about, you know, from a general aspect of the movies themselves, I would not say this is the best. I probably put that in, I'd say number two, probably. But in terms of, like you said, action and gunplay and in terms of broadening the world of john wick this world that this assassin's world that he lives in it's i would say from that point no hands down it's the best from a technical standpoint uh i would say i mean the acting let's let's start there the acting it is what it is and i say in my review even the worst actor in this film is not a bad actor because this film does not require good acting. Keanu's monosyllabic style and expressionless tone where he's kind of like a Neanderthal meets Clint Eastwood, it works in this film. If he, if he were trying to act, it probably would not work. <laughs> Halle Berry, when, they sh- when he shares a scene with Halle Berry where they actually act face-to-face, I mean, she wipes the map with him but i think that's keanu as a generous actor allowing hallie to take that scene because she is a superb actress right so she brings it in terms of the acting but even uh, that's not even what makes the film noteworthy the acting the the gunplay if you want how do i don't know how to say keanu reeves is a student of of gun culture I don't know what this dude has been doing, why he was fucking around with Bill and Ted adventures and point break and all that teeny bop bullshit, because clearly action is this guy's, he's a student of action. I don't know why Tom Cruise gets so much press. I've said this over and over again. Why am I not hearing more about, yeah, I'm going to do my own stunts like Keanu Reeves. I'm sick of hearing about Tom Cruise. People need to be talking about Keanu Reeves. And I got into it with Sean Christopher, if he's listening. <clears throat> he said, you know, Tom Cruise hangs up. I mean, he's dope. He hangs off build, buildings, off of blimps, <laughs> off of helicopters. But, but son, he's got wires. He's got wires that are attached to him. And they, get rotoscop- they get rotoscoped out of the movie. Keanu Reeves is hitting the floor. I mean, he's really hitting the hard-ass floor. He's getting thrown through, I know it's breakaway glass. He's getting thrown through multiple glass uh, enclosures. Did you? In that part where they was kicking him through that glass, that was so cold blood that hard. They was kicking his character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm amazed that we didn't hear any. I mean, you heard. Uh, th- this is going to tell you who's the real who's the real motherfucker in these movies. Daniel Craig just this like this week, he had to shut down production because he had an injury. Keanu Reeves ain't getting no injury. Keanu Reeves is the truth. And, I, I mean, I just got a glimpse from the first Matrix. I'm like, hmm, Keanu Reeves looks like he might study martial arts. Mother, what? 
this guy, I don't know what he 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 looks like the way he moves, the way he reacts, his timing, even though it's all choreographed, he looks like a twelfth degree master. His gunplay, if you want to see for the most part, there are a couple of flaws, but if you want to see realistic gunplay and how uh, 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 how it really would go down, this is the movie. I've got people who I work, who I train me, they're like, watch that movie. There's a scene where he has to um, deconstruct a single action revolver. And all the deep, I mean, they take at least five seconds just to show this one shot. All of that detail of him putting the, changing out the barrels so, so that it fits his ammunition putting the uh, hammer back into place. I love that. And I'm like, I know no one else is understanding, probably understanding what the fuck is going on, but I am loving this. Keanu is, he, his detail is impeccable. Halle Berry's dog, she was on, for, for anyone that watches Game of Thrones, old girl was on her Dracarys <laughs> with these dogs. They were like Danny's dragons, man. They was, oh, Mike, they was getting it in. <laughs> I want me some dogs now, Mike. <laughs> So, okay, I could go on and on, uh, but I gave this movie four reels out of five. Like you say, oh, and also tributes to, uh, their tributes to the classic Bruce Lee Game of Death uh, yeah, yeah. and the classic, classic Into uh, the Dragon. So, I mean, I just wish Keanu had been doing this when he was in his 30s, man. I, I'm, I'm baffled. Why were you fucking around doing Bill and Ted? Well, those are big movies. I mean, those are iconic movies, though. I mean, at the time, he was that kind of dude. But no one took him seriously. No one took him seriously. No, they didn't have to. But I think that's the thing. When, and then when he did, you know, The Matrix and Speed, then you was like, you know what? This is his lane. Like, who would ever right, thought that his lane was the... You remember when Speed came out, everyone was shocked. Like, this dude's doing action movies? And it's worse. Speed came out in, like, I, I want to say roughly 93, something like that. Yeah, it was after Bill and Ted. I'm guessing, let's say mid '90s, and that was the. And he had been working before then, and, but that was the first time people said, "Oh, he, he, he might have a future in in action." Yeah, he legit, legitimately was like that. Was like that was a big movie. Remember when that came out? Everyone was I shocked. But I'm saying he should have started his career with that shit. Uh, I think. Well, I, th I think. It, I think that's what makes it that more greater because he didn't. You know, I don't think maybe he didn't know he was could do that. I don't know, but I mean. I love the fact that you can take this guy who was in these comedy. It's almost like, um, what's his name? Michael Keaton. We're going to get into Batman later. Remember when he was announced as Batman? I was how are you going to have a comedian do play? And now he's he has gone on to be one of the great actors, right? Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, you know. I'm out. But I would say the same for Michael Keaton. Dude, you, maybe you should have done something earlier in your career cause, so we could have enjoyed that side of you. Because I... Michael Keaton doing something funny now, I don't think it would work. <laughs> well, see, that's the well. I would say, and I'm going down on a tangent, but to me, the to me actually, the sign of a really great actor is the guys who do all of the different styles and they work. Like no one questions Keanu when he was doing Bill and Ted. And, oh, he's just goofy, funny dude. The but then when he flipped the switch, and our instinct is to clown him. But the fact is, you can't clown The Matrix. That's a classic movie, and he did his thing in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't clown Speed because he did his thing in that. You can't clown John Wick movies because he's doing his thing, and he's so he's very versatile. There aren't really too many actors who could do comedic and then come back and be the action cat 
and shut it down. It's very rare. So to me, I think maybe that's a sign of a really diverse actor as opposed to a one-trick pony. It may just be good at riding the pony that one way, but it's, 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 it's something to say of Michael Keaton that can actually do Beetlejuice and then be believable as Batman. I, I'm not, no argument, but I just wanted to say, uh, and, I'll, and I'll shut up. The real, <clears throat> the real stars, and I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek, the real stars of this movie are the fight choreographer, the director, and the DP. Because as you said, now I'm not really, it's a, it's a really oversaturated film. That's not, I'm not a really big fan of that, but I get it. But the colors, like you said, the colors, the sets, the violence, the gore, the blood, everything is over the top and is glorious. It's poetic. It's art. Yep. And um, uh, I, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, those, uh, those people, they are the real stars of this movie. They, you know, it's it it be, it's like uh, this doesn't sound funny. It's like a dance movie. It would be like, and I'm, I actually have never seen this movie, but like you got served, right? Is is a dance movie, or Dirty Dancing, or uh, Saturday Night Live, or something? Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. Excuse me. The choreography of the dance, when done right, these movies are dope. That's their genre. They, it's about the dance, and this is about the dance of the violence and the fighting and the gunplay and they understand that and they just go full on with it and it is done in a way where it's not corny it doesn't seem like it's pandering it doesn't feel like fan service it feels like they have tripled down on the genre and said we're going to take this to the next level so it's not just gunfire after gunfire everything has a reason and it's slightly different here or or you know there was a great early on in the movie like the first 20 minutes in the movie most movies would be done with the level of shit they showing you in the first 20 minutes of this movie but there's a great battle with uh knives yeah that is out of fucking control and i remember watching i was like god damn this shit it was so thrilling i'm like this movie just started and you know it's like with with john wick it's like Okay, I see you're down. All your bones are broken, but damn it, you're still breathing. Brat. <laughs> like, damn, John. There's one scene. Uh, this might be a mild spoiler. The scene you're talking about, where there's a guy. He's clearly about to die. He's sitting a good 500 feet away from John Wick, and John Wick is 500 feet away. Still takes a knife and throws it and stabs him in the head. <laughs> like, yeah, man. He was. John- I- I'm, yeah, I gotta make sure. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> That's why I compare this to that Batman warehouse scene because it was literally like this motherfucker is Batman, super tactical. He, he he's he's everything, man. He's the Punisher. I mean, it's like he all again. The first few half of the movie, the first act, he's not really shooting a gun. He's just got his hands up, yeah. fighting these cats, man, and they kill it. Like I was like, God. Damn, I mean, there's a part where they got a horse, <laughs> and, was, and that was so cold blood. I was fighting with a goddamn horse, Mike, <laughs> and it was some shit. Everybody in the theater was like, "Whoa, shit, man!" It was it was bananas, man. And that's just the first first, first part ten, of the first act, ten, the first ten minutes. Yeah, it's so crazy, and it just keeps going, and they ramp it up. It's it's an amazing movie, like I said, for action. It, it is incredible, man. I, I have to. They they really did the thing. Uh, 
with that said, I want to go into a little spoilers, spoilerness of this. Did that who want to say something about? Oh, and I'm sorry, you haven't seen the movie though. Nah, I ain't seen it. I would implore you to watch it. I think you would enjoy it. Well, the question like the I would second one. So. See, and that's interesting because I didn't like the second one either. Uh, I remember you when didn't I didn't like the second one. What I think when I when I said when I did the original interview, I was kind of lukewarm on it a little bit, and I realized why it was now. I think I fell asleep on a lot of it. Mike, when we reviewed that second movie, you was hyped as hell about that movie. I couldn't have been because I don't rem- I didn't remember much about it. I I, I didn't I thought that it was um, see the part with Common. I remember saying the part with Common when they was just running around. I was kind of like, eh. Come on, how are y'all just y'all just busting shots and no one seems to understand what's going on? Or, well, they were was doing a, that in this movie, Grand Central Station. Right. Come on, man. That's why I'm see. That's why I'm saying I ended up watching Chapter Two the day before I seen Chapter Three, and I hadn't seen Chapter Two since opening night, whenever it came out a year ago or more. And I was thinking, since I was watching, I was like, I don't remember this part. I remember this part, and I was like, you know what? This movie was fucking badass. Like, I knew I was kind of, the parts that I had issues with, I didn't have issues with them anymore. I was like, you know what? There, I remember seeing some of these parts, but I think I fell asleep on some of the non-action-y parts, and I missed the reasons why they were doing certain things, and I just felt like it was just action for no reason. So I actually was like, when I, after, so after I watched part two, I was like, that shit was badass. Like, God damn, I didn't, I forgot about the markers and all of this stuff that was going on. So when I, I was so ready to see part three and I really understood what was going on, I was like, wow, that movie was fucking incredible. It was, and, I, and I recently just bought both of those movies. Uh, they were on sale, like $10 for both of them. Uh, oh, on uh, iTunes? Um, well, I, I, I use Voodoo. I don't have iTunes. So maybe I, the sale might be on all the platforms. Because they do have the $9.99, the okay. first two. Yeah, so I, so I ended up watching both of them. I was just like blown away. Like, God, these movies are fucking great. But I say all this to say, the thing about John Wick, the character, and this is not a knock on it, this is, I'm just talking about the character's motivations and things that he's doing. John Wick is, not, he's not a suck, let me be clear. But see, John Wick is one of these cats who think he's special <laughs> and want to go against the game and go against the life that he signed up for. And to me, all this stuff that's happening in this movie is really his fault because going back to part two, he wasn't supposed to shoot old boy in the continental and he did it in the face of Winston. So he disrespected Winston's house and he went against the rules of the game. So the game said, well, when you do that, you're out and we're coming for that ass. That's, that's what you signed up for. Now, how many think of all the people who got killed because John Wick don't want to abide by the rules of the game? See, I'm not mad at John Wick one bit. See, but see, I am because he's that's what he signed up for. I know. But Mike, all the characters that we like Han Solo, a smuggler, he goes against the grain. That's what makes them enjoyable to watch. I'm not saying it's not enjoyable to watch. I'm just saying like his character, he's a flawed character. He's not a good guy, first of all. And I root for him, but he is a stone cold killer. He kills people for no, I mean, he, see, the thing is, he kills people on code, but he don't want to abide by that code. You see what I'm saying? Like, the dude came to him with a marker and said, yo, man, I need you to do this. 
He said, I need you to kill my sister. You know, you got to do it, homie. You, you, this your word. Even though you said you're out the game, this is the, this is the game, homie. You don't get to get out. This was bigger than you. Okay, I'm going to do it. Kills old girl on code. He kills a woman who can't even put up a fight because he's a killer. This was in John Wick 2? On John Wick 2, right? That's I got to see that. See, I don't remember any of this. That's what I'm saying. So he, he, he kills that dude's sister. She was on the high table. So he killed a high-ranking member, but he was that was his marker to do it. Okay. So he can play that game. So when it's, it's serve him, he plays by the code. Now, immediately, the homeboy who had the marker on him flips on him and is like, oh, I'm going to come at you now because you killed my sister. I have to come at you a little bit. John Wick gets in his feelings and wants to take old boy out. Okay, he's going to kill everybody. But see, homeboy runs into the continental or they're in the continental. You can't touch him here, John. You know, you know that this is my, this is Winston. This is John's mentor. John, this is my shit. Respect my house. You can't touch him here. Now, the dude he's trying to kill is egging John on. Yeah, that's right, John. Sit down, have a drink. You know, how it is what it is. And see, at this point, John, charge it to the game, John. You know the rules. So if homeboy's clowning you, oh, well, take your L, sit down, you'll get him later. But what did he do? He got in his feelings. Mike is don't want to don't want to abide by the game. He want to abide by the game when he wants to, but because he's acting like a little bitch, he stop. Sh- he does. He shoots stop. homeboy down in the bar. Winston standing there. Everybody sees it. Oh, John, you fucked up. Okay, cool. So now he's excommunicado. This movie, he's on the run as he should be because he fucked up. Now, when he goes to Halle Berry, he got a marker on Halle Berry's character. Yo, you got to do me one. You got to do me a solid. Now he wants to play by the rules of the game again. Okay, Mike, real quick, just real quick, explain, because I didn't care. I don't remember. The marker, if you have a marker, that means you have you have uh, created a contract to kill someone, right? Well, no, you created a blood oath with the person say, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Because oh. obviously you helped me out on something, so I'm taking the highest oath I can take with you—a blood oath. Yo, oh, I'm gonna right. do whatever. Why he had yeah. that thing. He had that thing that he opened up and showed Hallie. Yep. Her blood on the thing, and, right? And we don't that's know exactly the- what it was, but whatever we know that that's the highest level of like, yo, that's your word, man. You, okay. You, you gonna do so? It ain't about you got to kill somebody. It's, you got to do whatever I ask you to do. No questions asked. So she, so he wants to abide by the rules of the game when it's convenient to him. Now he's in danger. So Haley, he goes to a woman. Haley, can you bail me out? Help me go talk to the big man so I can get some information. Knowing that that would put her in danger. But he don't care about that. All he care about is, oh, I got this marker on you. The same way the Angelica Houston character, they don't really explain it, but he has that, uh, was it a cross or something? The, the jewelry that he had? Right must have been some sort of marker toward her to like, oh, you owe me regardless. I'm holding this cross. You have to buy by the rules of this. Even though he knows you're going to put her in danger because even if she's seen with you or talking with you, she goes against the game. But he don't care about that. And they keep saying that to him. Like, John, you can't be here. Me even talking to you is going to get me killed, homie. So what? So that's <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. You talking about the doctor? 
I, well, first, it, see, that's another I, I, another example. The doctor is telling you, yo, John, man, I can't help you. So what does he do? He takes bullets for John. He has John shoot him. But see, John don't give a fuck about nobody else. So he shoots that dude, right? That's what makes him a badass, man. Well, that, that, that makes him, actually, that makes him a sucker. He's still a badass, but it makes him a sucker. He's, he's selfish. That's what I'm saying. His character is selfish, and he only wants to ride. He only wants to go by code when it's convenient to him. But everybody else, he's like fuck everybody else, even if he's gonna kill him. So Haley Berry, what happens with her? She takes him to her big homie, right? Knowing that that's gonna put her in jeopardy by even standing next to John Wayne. What does the big homie say? He tells John. Listen, John, I respect you, yada, yada, yada. You, you in my house, have a drink. But he says, listen, you know the rules of the game. You can't walk up out of here, homie, because they'll come after me. So it goes down. Now, they end up busting his head open. <laughs> Haley well, Berry. He's spoiling it now. I, I tell you, but Haley Berry has to, you know, do what she do. And now she... She's out now. She's but just she like did, John. She did something foolish too. Well, well, she went foolish again. She actually was playing by the rules of the game by uh-uh. even no, 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 no. By going there, she had a marker on her, so she had to do what she had to do. Right. That that marker tells her she has to go. Now, did she get in her feelings when he when he shot the dog? Yes, she did. Mike, stop spoiling. I'm man. spoiling the movie. I said I was going to spoil. It. Oh, 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 okay. So she got in her feelings. When homie shot the dog, just like John Wick did. And now she's she just about she's on the same level as him at that point. But again, John put her in these positions. It's the third person John done put in that position. So when John finally gets to the big, big homie and asks for forgiveness, John, I won't spoil that. But John decides that he's going to pledge his allegiance and do his thing. But then. It, which is, he ends up just uh, sort of like throwing that all out the window later on in the movie. Yeah, that's true. And I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. But it's thrilling. Yeah, actually, you, you, that's a good point. He, I guess he was kind of a bitch one. <laughs> yeah, he, he throws that out of the window and then decides to do something else. Okay, it's still thrilling to watch. I enjoy it. But then at the end, there's something that happens, and at first I was like, oh, they did John dirty. But you know what? No, they didn't. They played the game the same way John did. And I ain't mad at him for that. And I hope John Wick ain't either. Because it's your reason. Well, clearly he was that you saw. Well, that's what. Because he's a he is a bitch. But because (laughs) (laughs) he shouldn't be mad at that. He should be. You go go tell him, Mike. You go tell (laughs) him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I wish somebody would have said. I wish Larry Fishburne would have said, listen, man. Don't hate the player. Hate the game homeboy she it'd be just like in the mac he chose her that's you can't be mad at that you put him in that position what's he supposed to do his whole livelihood is oh was over because he because he was trying to help your dumb ass and you don't so when they when they offer him a situation you really a real player john wick could have been like you know what i i see what you about to do I ain't mad at you business it's business do your thing. You have an organization. Do your thing. Now, I will say this. I actually think that Winston was, I think the whole thing will happen again. I think Winston inst- set that all up. I don't think uh-huh. he did that to, to 
to hurt him. And I say that because if you go back to just even that doctor at the beginning and John yeah. shoots that guy, and he obviously uh -huh. not shooting him to kill him. Right. I think that's the same sort of thing that happened here. And I think that black dude. Oh, you think of what Winston did wasn't meant to. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't. Because, again, uh, he said something to that black guy, like the plan's all in motion or something. I don't really know what they were talking about. And that homeless dude just happened to be sitting down there at that particular moment to pull homeboy. I don't think that was a coincidence. I think the whole thing was set up so that, you know, this is how we're going to take the organization down as a whole. We got to make it look like this happened. And then you're going to link up with old boy. Old boy, I'm have old boy have his people right there waiting to catch you when you come down there. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think he actually, he, I don't think he played John like that. Not after he done done all what he did. It wouldn't make no sense for him to be like, oh, yeah, fuck him. Pa, 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 pa. Well, that's the code, though. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, I think there was a big, I think that dude plays chess. And, well, he, and he had that whole he, thing set up. But, but that's just my thought. If you see, uh, without spoiling the ending, what happens to John, John should be finished. I, I agree. <laughs> Unless he's, that, and that's the one flaw. The it doesn't it doesn't break the movie at all because you know all these Han Solo, Her uh, Indiana Jones, they go through hell and they just get up like ah, ah okay, let's go, <laughs> you know. But it's a little over the top with with uh, John Wick. That that was one. But the whole movie's over. The I mean, he should have been know, dead a long time ago with all the shit he was going through. But I but I agree with you that that was on some Captain America Winter Soldier when he jumped out the uh, elevator. And just jump straight out, no parachute, hit the ground and got up. Well, but he had a vibranium shield. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's a super soldier. This moment was a regular nigga. But but I but again, that's why that's why I was halfway talking shit. Put put John Wick against against Steve Rogers. I mean, come on, stop it. Put put the shield down. Well, why you gotta put the shield down? Cause man, that well, I mean you can hold okay, John fine. Wick uses keep, the gun, keep the, the keep yeah, keep the shield then. But I'm saying, man, it, I'll say this. If you take away the super serum strength, at least. Oh, yeah. He's getting bodied. Even if he's still yoked and all that, he's getting bodied. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to go with you now. But I would say you put uh, John Wick up against, um, I forget Denzel's equalizer. The, the oh, name. Yeah, that'd be a cold name. fight. Yeah, yeah. It put him up against the equalizer or Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. Oh, Ethan yeah. Hunt gets John Wick served. Hey. <laughs> Black Widow served Hawkeye. Served Hawkeye. Black Widow would get her ass whooped. I don't know about Please. that. Please, they don't even. That's why I say John Wick could be on the Avenger. If them motherfuckers is gonna be on the Avenger, John Wick, man, he they can he take both of them out. They're done, man. John Wick was the listen, man. He don't even need a gun. What's Hawkeye gonna do without this? Without his uh. Bow and arrow. I'm not taking the bow and I was away from him, though. I know, but I'm saying if you took John Wick's gun away from him, what, what's, what, he'll still get, get down. He's still going to kill you with a pin. John Wick well, killed. Hey, you know, listen, here's the thing. You can give, give Hawkeye his uh, bow and arrow. You know what you can give John Wick? What? A book. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing you see in the movie. I'll tell you this. If, if, if I'm Hawkeye... <laughs> And I'm telling my, I'm at back at the pub, and my man's is like, "Oh man, you got who fucked you up, man? What, what happened? You had your bows and arrows, right? Yeah. What do you have? <laughs> uh, the collected works of Shakespeare. 
Jawick was what? <laughs> John Wick was getting down with a book. He broke that here's dude's the jaw so cold. Go ahead. Here's the thing. You gotta put if you put John Wick in with the you know I can't believe we argue with this, but this is this is this is <laughs> we fanboy. Geeked out. Yeah, we geeked shit. out. This is the geek push shit. If you put John Wick in that universe where those guys where those guys exist, like Hawkeye and Black Widow, the rules of the universe have to change where John Wick can't be just getting stabbed and shot. Why and just, they, why it gotta change? Let the character they, the characters it, gotta be the characters. We accept it in John Wick's world because we have to, because that's what gets that's part of the appeal of the story. But if you put him in like a more realistic setting, he can't be. Wait, 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 wait. Our Avengers world is not more realistic. More realistic. Come on, that's people get, people get hurt. Like Rhodey is paralyzed. You know. Pe- so John, John, if John Wick had fallen out the sky, you like have Rhodey Thor. Did. You have a talking raccoon. It don't get no more faker and fantasy than that. Come on, man. You got, a, saying, you got a tree walking around. A John Wick <laughs> in in the Avengers world would not be getting. Getting up after getting stabbed. Yes, he would. Time. Yes, he would. Okay. He'd All be right. even probably even more on some shit than if you're gonna add the fantasy element. Now he wouldn't okay. be able to. He wouldn't be able to pick up Thor's hammer. I don't think he'd be worth it. Do you <laughs> think Batman could survive in John Wick's world like that? He could well, get down like that. That's the thing. I see him. I see them very similar. But see the thing. John Wick will kill you. These other cats won't, and that'd be their downfall. That's why I say John Wick's not playing around. These cats, these other cats are just trying to go for, let me subdue you and beat you down. This nigga going for the kill shot all the time. Okay, all right, I, okay, let me say this to you then. Remember when Black Widow caught up with, uh, uh, what's his name, Clint mm-hmm. in Tokyo? Yep. After he had killed all those uh, assassins? Yep. yep. She, wasn't, she wasn't shook. She was like, why are you doing no, this, Because she knows him. She ain't got no reason to be. She they he stopped everything for her now i guess i'm saying she's just as low she's just as cold-blooded because it didn't phase her that he was killing all these cats please look at the look at john wick's body count versus them well it's not about that okay ronan ronan all ronan was doing he would have probably he would have went toe-to-toe with that chef you know the the chef in the movie the the asian cat and he had the disciples that dude was cold-blooded Ronan would probably maybe be able to get with that dude, and that dude was getting bodied. Remember, he had a nigga had a, a, a ninja force after John Wick, and who got bodied? The ninja force. <laughs> John Wick fought a whole bike contingent of Ronins on motorcycles with so, and still took all them niggas down. Come that on. scene kind of that scene kind of took me out of the movie. And nah, that, I, oh, <laughs> I mean, all the scenes were fake, but that was little little much. But yeah. I, I I rode with it. I, what, what what killed me was like, you, and you know you, you've been desensitized, right? There's two there's two moments in that movie where I knew, and I'm I, I'm squeamish. But in this movie, this movie is like training to get rid of squeamishness. <laughs> when that knife, can I? Uh, I guess yeah, I, yeah. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. When that knife went into that guy's eyes, I was uh, like, God, do your thing, John. Yeah, yeah that right. was, that was brutal. Yeah, that you was. got to the brain, right? I'm wondering. I guess the blade was CGI or something. That I've never seen that on screen before. But then the other thing was, they had two fucking, van, uh, you know, them big tour bus vans. That be, <laughs> yep. The they squad. had two vans of, of 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 soldiers, military soldiers, armed and to the T. 
in uh, 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 armor uh, out, outfits. And let's give some props to the brother. Yeah, right? Yes, please. please. How are we, we going to beat them? Armor piercing rounds. Grab the two. Grab the two twelve gauges. We good. Let's go. Yeah, no, first of all, first of all, they go up. Before that, though, they 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 they're in the tool shed, getting tooled up. It's straight out of the Matrix movie was I, I want guns. I need guns or whatever. It's the same exact line. Dudes like get this nine. Da, 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 da. They go out there and have a gun battle with this military strike team who are armor plated, armor to the T. But but now see that's still believable because oh no I, I, I John was, Wick was going for the for the mask yeah he was that's what I'm that's saying like he was plated. taking the mask off and going in a neck it just it was wild but even that it was like okay we need to we need to come back a little different <laughs> they go <laughs> back to the tool shop and it was like <laughs> let's get these what, what were those like shotguns or something twelve gauge shotguns we get these Maybe twelve gauge shotgun out. and they commenced they was it, it got surgical. I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to see how the shotgun affect the body? I love that shit. Them niggas get whole body pull off the ground. Boom. I was like, damn, this movie is about that work. They was tearing and that ass up. Like you said, and I, I was like over the moon. The, the scene where they would they would fall back to a tactical position, and they had the. I mean, loading a twelve gauge. Yes, is not easy. Well, I mean, I'm sure you do it over and over. I'm, I'm just now learning how to do it. My little All right, let's go. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> and they were showing. That's why I love. They showing that like him stopping. That's what I'm saying. And the, 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 the like, yeah, of it was, his hand and the detail of putting them, them slugs in there, busting one off, putting another. I was like, this shit is because normally they just show cats just busting shots, and you'd be like, how many bullets is in that fucking thing? But they were showing, and he had a belt. Didn't he have a belt? Of the shotgun, that shit. What, uh, he had a, uh, a like a retaining strap. Yeah, that shit was that shit was crap. I, I'm not even. I'm not a gun. That, I was kind of like, man, that would be some dope shit to have. <laughs> but you know what, my I'm like, I swear to God, I, this is gonna be gruesome to say this, but I hope the wrong people out there aren't going to see this movie because they're giving away too much shit. <laughs> Just some of these crazy motherfuckers to go out and shoot shit. I'm like. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Keanu, slow down, man. What you doing? Well, I mean, that's Keanu's get down. A lot of, you know, sorry to say, but a lot of people took that Matrix scene, you know, the whole trench coat mafia thing, some would say was, you know, pulled from that Matrix scene where they had the trench coats and they went into that, you know, when they go into the building. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that, but that, I mean, listen, for normal, nat- rational minded people, we can just watch that and admire its entertainment and blah 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 for the you know for the the weak-minded or the demented they might see this movie as you know something else but man i all i can say is i appreciate the gunplay and the details of it uh it was thrilling to watch and this movie was incredible man that's all i can say there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of scenes in there that were just like whoa it's like man when he has to fight them raid dudes and it's that whole sort of game of death going to the next level and all. That shit was incredible, man. Them dudes. Now, them dudes, they don't be fucking around. That, that was. Are these the same guys that were in. Uh, uh, what was the second Star Wars movie? Yes. They, no, they were in The Force Awakens. They didn't do no work, but they were Han Solo. You know, 
uh, right. Yeah, they they just stood there. But yeah, that was the that was them dudes, man. That, that the little small cat, and it was funny because that cat puts in work, but he's a small dude. And John Wick was just picking his ass up and slamming his ass. Like, Fuck all them moves and buy out. Like damn, I gotta see this movie again, man. I gotta call bullshit on one. Well. There was a, and we talked about this. There, there was one time Keanu Reeves, uh, he did a no-no with his partner, Hallie, but I, I'm not going to get into that bullshit. But one, I mean, anybody should would, would call this out. Halle Berry, as dope as she was, in that one scene uh, where they're in the compound, she must have let off a, a good 50 shots without changing, a magaz- without changing one magazine. Hmm. And I got to call bullshit. I mean, the typical magazine is 15 to 18 rounds. Yeah, I was so, I was so, it's it's nitpicking, but I hear you, it's nitpicking. But just that her whole choreography scene and that whole scene with the dogs, it was just so out of, I ain't never seen nothing like that. It was just like, man, that was, yeah. That that video on YouTube, I think we've all seen it, where she's out getting training from this Taryn Tillon whatever uh, course out in some bumfuck Idaho someplace. That dude, that dude deserves his props <laughs> because yeah. looking at her, I don't care what mistakes she made. There's people online with some Facebook groups. I'm going, oh, she did this. She kept her finger on the trigger. That's a no, no. I'm like, you're right. You're right. And what? She still looked good. I mean, it looked like she'd been shooting for years. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I don't know. You talk to her agent. She better get her a. a, a, a... I don't know if that whole scene was just to do try to set up a spinoff movie with her. So I'll watch it. Cause well, this should have been. Remember, she was in uh, one of the James Bond movies. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. I don't and know. I can't this is what she should have been in that movie because everyone was calling that bullshit. She played a character Jinx, and it was supposed to be a spinoff. Mm. Oh, okay. she was supposed to get her own franchise. Well, because she was bullshitting around. This is what she should have been doing. And I'll say this: that scene in the desert where he's waiting to get a drink of water from her. Remember what she does? Yep. I would have drank the shit out of that water. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> I actually man, thought I about it. I know Q would have drunk. <laughs> may I have some more, please? <laughs> I thought she was going to spit it out. I thought she was going to spit it at him or something. Well, she but. might as well have. <laughs> and she's not even in the movie that much, and I'm not mad. She's not. But what she's she was not. in there for, killed it. Killed it. I need to. I, I want to see her at the end. I, I kind of thought she was going to come back too. Uh, the last thing I'll, I said this before, uh, even Lawrence Fishburne in the capacity that he was in, I, I loved his character. Uh, I, I want to see if, if I had a request since they got them both in the next movie, I need to see that reunion action, get down with Fishburne and uh, Keanu Morpheus and Neo one last go round, getting it in, man. Like, doing that thing i just think that would be dope callback uh optically wise uh, did they share any scenes in the second one was he in the second one i thought i'm pretty sure fishman was in the second one wasn't he i can't even remember at this point and i just saw it I'm, I maybe i'm wrong i thought it was can't remember but uh anyway yeah john wick three uh, john wick chapter three parabellum green lit whatever uh incredible movie incredible movie all yeah, that's right that's what they should have called this john wick chapter three green lit that's what they should have called <laughs> yeah it. it's green lit it was on oh. all right no oh. and pool like i don't need to watch this shit now these niggas spoil the fuck out of this movie. 
But it, it, we can talk about it, but to actually see it in action is a whole other thing. I will say this. I don't know how this movie would play for somebody who's never seen any of the other movies because they're not holding your hand about what's going on. Uh, well, like I said, I, I was confused. You had to uh, uh, put me up on what was going on, but it didn't. It, you don't really need to know. It, it would help to see the second movie, but you don't have to because it's all about this dude is whooping ass. That's all it is. Yeah. I don't even know why they fuck with John Wick. I mean, if you saw all the people he just killed, why even bother? I mean, leave him alone, man. He's he literally the devil. Like he's not going he's going to take down a whole squad of people. So why even bother? Just let him let him live. Leave him alone. He's that's why I was, was kind of like, I don't understand why they even they should just they should just uh, give him a pass. Cause, uh, yeah. And cause he, he is because he's crazy. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, Fishburne is in the second one. Oh, okay. Well, I will say, hell of a trilogy. So this this trilogy, these are hell of a movies, man. Uh, again, salute to Keanu, man. Dude, dude's bad. I'm on a box office mojo, and I'm just kind of shocked it's got three films because the first one only did 43 million domestic, 80 million worldwide. How much did it cost to make? Uh, I have to hold on. Let me look someplace else. Uh, I'll just say budget this, was twenty million. So oh yeah, well, I guess. shit! Made big money. <laughs> this one, the, the third one, I just saw it cost uh, forty three million to make. I think. Oh yeah, they're gonna make big money on these movies. I want him to. I want him to have this franchise just like Tom Cruise has Mission Impossible. Let him keep doing them as long as he wants to, because the Mission Impossible films they keep getting better as they go, which is not common. And the same thing with this. I just don't know how they're going to up the. How do you up the action? Yeah, this was a tough. This because they just. I seem like they just did everything in this. Like I don't know where you go, but I can't wait to see what they do. Well, I'm on Wikipedia. They're saying there's something called the Ballerina. Is a future film. And John Wick, John Wick Four Chapter Four is to be announced, and there's a television series to be announced called The Continental. Okay. Well, I hope they don't go too too far out now. With <laughs> yeah, they're starting to do a Star Wars now. <laughs> don't go too far away. But we'll see. But uh, anyway, the ballerina that would be would that be with Angelica Houston? You think, Mike? That whole part, yeah. You know, when I saw that, it reminded me of the the uh, Black Widow flashback scenes from Age of Ultron, where she seemed like she was from some type of school like that, where they were training people. Um, yeah. But no, we'll see. Um, so yeah, Fishburne was in the second one, and the second one, the production was forty million, and it returned one hundred and seventy-one million. Oh, psh, they made bank then. No, I mean I get it for the second one because yeah, yeah, I saw the the box office return, but the first one I was like, really, eighty-eight million got you a sequel? But it was a Harold. I think the movie was so like critically like acclaimed, and people were just like, man, and it don't cost that much to make, so they, they did the right thing. Like, I'll say, boy. Uh, Marvel, you looking for the next cat boy? This cat, Ch- Chad, I can't even say his last name. The cat, the director, Stahilski. Yeah, Stahilski. Stahilski. I'm sure Kevin Feige, like, hmm. <laughs> I mean, let's have a meeting with that guy. Speaking of which, like, you, you mentioned the raid. I'm like, God damn, America, y'all, nobody want to go to those cats and get them for some of these films? Get the director, the, the stunt and action directors? Didn't the didn't the Rizzos have something to do with uh, 
the second one or the people they work with i, I could have sworn there was a connection between <coughs> between the movie somehow but i don't have it in front of me but uh the anyway. Raid two or winter soldier uh no john wick two i thought there was some connection oh. with some of the people but i could be wrong but yeah I'm, if you're looking for the action cast these are the dudes <laughs> Dang. So, oh, what's that movie they got coming? Uh, Marvel's gonna do the that oh, martial arts uh, movie thing. Shang Chi. Shit, better holler at these cats, man. <sighs> Might as well just go and get them dudes from the raid and go and do this right. Long as they don't get the people who did Iron Fist. Hilarious. Yeah, that's trash compared. Get the fuck out of here with this. Uh, you know, what's I'm trying to find the budget of John Wick Three on Wikipedia. They usually are pretty good about that. Yeah, I don't see any numbers here. Uh, yeah, I was just seeing here. They did five. They did almost six million just on Thursday night. They gonna do. They gonna. They gonna do real good. They, they gonna. They gonna do a big. They gonna do good with this one. So, so question: Do practical effects cost less than um, CGI when it comes to like uh, fight scenes? Uh, I wouldn't know personally. I would think CGI fight scene. A CGI would be more expensive. Okay, so that explains this budget. Okay. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know the thing too is the way they shot the fight scenes. It's not all tight. Yeah. Closer. It's There's not a lot back. of editing. There's not a lot of cutting on them. Yeah, That's which right. which goes to why I give props to Keanu and the people because they have to do the moves. Then, you know, you can't play it off. So that's why I was like, man, this it was a dance. It's it's shot like it's a dance movie, and the dancers are badass. And it's just it's just dope, man. Well, then that. That was that one scene in the uh, in the theater where Angelica Houston's character is, and she's watching this ballet. I mean, that right there was a metaphor for all of the action sequences in this film. That's why they, that's why she was like, again, the girl will fall down mm-hmm. again. That was basically telling us that's John Wick right there. <laughs> this is John Wick's theme right here. He's always going to keep getting up again and again. And when the, mm-hmm. when, the when the bad guys came out from the dark. That was, she was tight. Oh, that shot was fucking dope. Yeah, that was tight. That was tight. That's why I said John Wick is on a Steve Rogers. I can keep this going all day. And he was getting, he was getting his ass whooped. He still got up and found a way to fight. That's what I said, man. Throw him in there in the last battle and see who. Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we know we, we know he would go for the head. John- <laughs> yeah, he gonna go for the he gonna go for the head, the neck, and they just gave him a book. Thanos. Anyway. I- yeah. All right. Give me um, side eye on that one. <laughs> uh, you saw you saw Black Widow then step to Thanos. Come on. Black Widow get body. She ain't shit. Leave Black Widow alone. Said my my homegirls from Wakanda will whoop Black Widow's ass. Fuck out of here. <laughs> why you why you hit? <laughs> I'm not hate. I'm just saying. Don't we're not gonna over hype her. She ain't. That, that's why I wish if I was directing the Civil War, I said, let me get that one scene where the sister ran up on Black Widow. So step back. I, that's why I, I wish the T'Challa was like, let him, let him fight. You remember what scene I'm talking about? In the, in the garage, parking garage. Yeah, right? yeah. That yeah. sister was ready to body Black Widow. And T'Challa, well, gonna... T'Challa laughed because he already knew. I don't let this white girl get her ass whooped. <laughs> I, I'm not about to hold Black Widow up as my white mommy, but I, I give her a shot. Damn. Please. 
what do they call them sisters the what are they what are they call don't relax ain't no joke man bodied her sit it sit down that's why they was like looking at us i wish you would say something wait <laughs> that's why the child is smart he was like <laughs> wait wait the mommy becky stop it <laughs> come on now <laughs> why are you disrespecting damn she don't work hard ain't got nail moves alone as much as I would want to see them wipe your wipe the floor with your ass, I am going to stall you out. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Um, oh, oh, I was going to tell you. There's a actually uh, speaking of movies. There's a podcast I just got hip to the other day called Blockbuster. It is uh, this is a big thing in podcasts. I noticed now where they do like these. Uh, they almost do them like audio plays or something or reenactments, but this one is about. Uh, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas and it it's a six part episode podcast basically um, you know talking about the birth of the blockbuster and so it sort of reenacts you know uh, you know Steven Spielberg coming up in the movie game and you know doing Jaws and what it took to make that it also and it's obviously it's about George Lucas and creating Star Wars but what they don't necessarily advertise and which was really dope to me is also about John Williams and how he got connected to these guys and how he created, you know, the Jaws theme and just how they started working with George. And it's, it's a really good podcast. It's like, it's like uh, six episodes. I think it's the whole podcast, what it is, but it's really good. I've listened to the first two and a half, three already. And if you just want to hear like how these cats what they had to go through to create these classic movies uh, and just kind of the process of it. And it's all sort of told as a story, an audio docudrama type of deal with actors, voice actors and stuff. It's, it's really good, man. I definitely say you check it out. It's called Blockbuster. Um, I, to me, it's dope, man. So I would say check that out. You, if you're looking for a good podcast to get into. With that said, another movie that uh, I think this debuted this week on Netflix called, what was it called? See You Yesterday? Yep. See You Yesterday, produced by uh, Spike Lee. I don't know. I don't know the name of the director. I don't have it in front of me. But the story, premise of it is these two black kids uh, essentially create a time machine. And the premise of the story is... Uh, there's a, it's a boy and a girl. The young girl, her brother, uh, gets killed by the cops, right? And so she wants to use this time machine to bring him back. And that's what, you know, that's sort of the story is about. And, you know, you can mess up some time-space continuum or, you know, things can go crazy. Uh, but that's essentially the story of this movie. I watched it last night. Ampu, I believe you watched it as well. So I'm curious, what did you think of uh, this movie? I really liked it. Um, I wanted to love it, but I felt like the film ran out a little bit of steam. But then I thought about all the uh, the films that they that Netflix has greenlit and all the, the the shows, and I'm like, you know what? Why can't the brothers and the sisters have a, a halfway decent film? I really enjoyed the fact that they had Michael J. Fox up in there because it's dealt with time uh, travel, and he was kind of uh, doing tongue in cheek talking about. 
um, how time travel will work and uh, and getting on them about stealing the uh, the parts for whatever it is that they were building since he uh, played Marty McFly and that whole Back to the Future type thing. Um, it wasn't heavy handed because I know last night you said this was the hate you give time travel version, but I feel like it wasn't heavy handed. I, I felt like um, there was like a side effect of them doing of them. Uh, building this machine and going back in time that started putting all of these things in motion. So I didn't feel like it, like they were trying to say, oh, this is what black people have to struggle through. This is how you have to live in the hood and things of that nature. I felt like a lot of the stuff that occurred was them messing up and doing this space-time continuum type thing. And I thought it was done really, really clever. I like the fact that her, her brother, Calvin, because uh, she ended up... At the beginning, we see that... Um, She's a she's just blur. She's this nerdy type character. She's for some reason we don't know why she's trying to uh, master uh, time and build this time machine. And she just happens to run into um, her ex boyfriend and his and his new boo. Which I know some people are like, oh, why they got to be kind of hoodish? I'm like, come on. Like films have tropes like this all the time. And she gets a little hot headed, and they all and uh, her ex boyfriend almost puts hands on her. And then her brother walks up, de-escalates the situation, and he's walking her home, and he's telling her, like, you know, you need to check that attitude. You need to stop being so emotional. You need to stop getting all um, excited because you're going to mess things up. And it was just, as the, the film played out, you see that she was in situations. Are we spoiling? Uh, yeah, if we want to, go ahead. Yeah. Like, the first time they go back, they go, go in time travel, she they they go back to the store. They duck it out from when you know their feature, their past selves are there, and then they're watching their past selves go through this altercation with her ex boyfriend and her new girlfriend. And uh, this time, um, their past selves throw slushies on the ex boyfriend, and then the, the situation gets de escalated. So instead of just going off and you know doing whatever they wanted to do in the past. Her ass decides, I'm going to go get him again. You know, again, again, just like the brother said, being emotional, acting rash, letting her temper get out of control. And she goes and throws more slushies on on the ex-boyfriend. The ex-boyfriend gets to chasing him. And now they didn't fucked up the, the past because now the ex-boyfriend gets hit by a car. And not only he survives it, but not only does he get hit by a car, but now he's really pissed at this ex-girlfriend, um, CJ, and what was the other dude's name? Sebastian. That's right, Sebastian. So now he's really pissed at both of them. So when they're going back in time, they got to try to stop avoiding him because the, uh, her ex-boyfriend and his crew want to whoop their ass. And I just thought, okay, I got that. It's kind of clever. I see how they set that up with the brother getting at his young sister, telling her you know, how to act and how her not being able to keep herself under cool um, is fucking up the past. I like how it end, they ended up changing uh, the past. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, they go back and she ends up again letting her emotions get the better of her. And she ends up getting her boy shot. So it's, it, I really liked how it fin- how the, the film went. I just felt like the ending, I was kind of okay with it in the sense that she's going back to the to the past again to try to uh, fix something that occurred that occurred and try to bring her... I mean, if you saw the trailer, her brother gets killed. Try to bring her brother back. And I like the fact that, you know, her boy is like, yo, you know, you're doing all this shit to try to bring your, uh, your brother back, but damn, you done got me killed. <laughs> so, 
it was just you gotta watch it. It was just like so he like I'm out and she's like man you gonna do that to me and he's like my dude you got me killed like what the fuck we can't keep doing this shit but again she's being emotional and I get it because her brother's dead but it's like you're fucking more shit up and I kind of like that part. I I enjoy, now I'll say this I enjoyed the movie it uh, I love the premise of it I I like time travel stuff in general and I don't. I've never, well, I don't say I've never, I can't think of it, but to see us being depicted in a story like this, I thought was great. Um, the only negatives I would say about the movie is the, I don't know if it was the tone or the production of it. It, it felt a little more TV-ish than it did movie. I, yeah, I agree you know? with that. But I wasn't yeah. mad at that. Um, the Some of the language, though, was sort of real. It's, for some reason, when they would cuss and stuff, it seemed like, I was like, the, I don't know, the tone didn't feel like they would be cussing like that because it felt like a TV show. I was like, wow, they're saying F this and da 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 But I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I was more mad at the character, particularly was it CJ. Yeah, yeah. She was a okay. dumbass, man. And, and then, that's not a knock to the, the movie. It's just her character was just making dumb stuff. Like that whole throwing the slushies, I thought that was so stupid. I was like, what are you doing? you're gonna fuck around and mess up situations i just felt like you can't play around when you're doing time travel mm -hmm. over some dumb stuff but again they were kids so they're gonna do dumb stuff uh and then when they double down and throw the slushies at him again i was like who is who raised her <laughs> what are you what are you doing and that's why i love the her the, the black dude the little the boy who was her friend or whatever like he was calling sebastian, her on, sebastian yeah. like Yo, what are you doing man you're going to fuck around and mess it all up. And she did mess it all up. Like, Cats was getting killed and it was getting worse and worse. Um, I think a part of me, and I think some people, you, you want to see the movie end a certain way or go a different direction in terms of you don't, you want to see that black, the, the person who gets killed live. And of course, that doesn't necessarily happen in what we see. But I did think that was pretty cool that he starts to realize that this is wrong and he sacrifices himself i thought that was very mm -hmm. interesting i wouldn't have saw him do that and i was like wow that's wow it was like this dude has a character about him like you know what nah i'll take that so i did like that i didn't expect that i felt like after watching i was like and i said this in the chat i said basically white supremacy is the is the final destination in this movie like you can't beat <laughs> can't beat the final destination in those movies it's, it's, it's gonna happen i'm like white supremacy gonna win regardless like and and it's so frustrating when you see scenes like this where there's the police and you already know like uh, just comply just shut up and show the id or da 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 and I'm like, ah, oh, man, this thing is going to go bad. I can tell. And it starts to go bad. It's like it was going to go bad regardless. Whatever she does to come back, it's like it's not changing. And it's a, and I sometimes hate movies where it's like the movie could go, it, this could be resolved if the person just shut the fuck up and listen to what somebody's telling them and just do it. But True. there's, but there's yeah. always that, uh, oh, this is a joke. And I was like, God, what is like why is she why is she playing around like why didn't why are they taking so long to run here and they're doing all this talking and you know what's about to happen i'm like stop talk shut the fuck up pull his ass off the street you know 
but but you know, so that kind of frustrates me. But if they didn't do that, I guess the movie would be over. So I was just kind of like, ah, here we go. So it was so much tension I was kind of building in me, and I was like, ah, here we go. Here come the cops, and and I'm like, okay, it's kind of going a different direction. But then, oh, you're not talking about that shooting, are you? I was like, ah, <laughs> I, I, I feel you on that, but. but, but, but. I looked at that like, okay, why are why are the police getting triggered because he's mentioning a robbery? Like, what the well, true, hell? they're gonna be. That's why I said they're they're the final destination. They're gonna be white supremacist you know, race soldiers, regardless. But and but I was just like, ah oh, man, it's still gonna go down regardless. Like no matter what she says or does, it seems like this thing is gonna happen. Like how far back can they go to just prevent them from walking down the street? But then I thought, well, then he's gonna die some other way. But I enjoyed the movie. I, it's one of those endings where I was like, eh, okay. It's, it's one of those kind of open-ended type of endings. I just feel like sometimes you want to see resolution to a story. It doesn't necessarily give you that. But I did enjoy the premise of this movie, and there are parts about it I enjoyed. It's cool to see different types of characters in these types of situations, this movie could have even been even more epic like if they really went back and tried to I thought they were going to show us like the ramifications uh, in society or something like well okay they come back and like white supremacy has went way overboard or you know they was gunning down a whole bunch of niggas oh what did we do we have to go back and change you know what I mean? It could have, I would have loved to see a more grander scale type of movie, but I mean, that's not what this movie was, but it just opens the door. There's so many stories that could be told when you're dealing with race in these types of situations, which we don't normally see in this. So I thought that was, I thought that the premise of this was really good. It was a refreshing type of movie. You know, I want to see more stuff like this. Well, I, I think I like the fact that the you know the racial aspect was toned down a little bit because I think you know and some people have mentioned it. Uh, Q said it times as well. It's like sometimes we don't need it to be low level. Why is the superhero always fighting the drug dealers or the gangsters? What I liked about it is is that I feel like they organically brought it in because their whole thing at least I, I believe, was they wanted to they wanted to uh, try to prove time travel, get a scholarship, go to college. And then th- when this when her brother died, it's like, OK, well, I'm going to use it to go back and fix that. So I, I kind of like the fact that it wasn't heavy handed and the, the racial stuff was was wasn't the heavy, wasn't um, the spotlight. They, they weren't trying to fix all that. It's just that. The, the layers were there. The other thing that I like was the fact that they recognized that and they played on it was that, OK, we go back in time. There's a previous us that went back in time All that right. we, got, we can't uh, get in contact with. And that's how things really got messed up where um, um, what's his name? Sebastian got shot because he's looking for it because Sebastian He's looking old past Sebastian to try to get to CJ f- to go back in time. And then he runs into CJ from the future. <laughs> it was just a whole big ass fucking mess. So that, that was dope to me as well. Uh, the other thing, and, you know, it might not get, um, it might not have gotten noticed a lot, but I love the fact that they had the Jamaican culture 
up in there. You know, mm-hmm. I got a family. I got a Jamaican family with me. So they're hearing me laughing and hearing this this Jamaican accent and this patois. They're like, what the hell are you watching? I'm like, oh, this is black sci-fi. They're like, <laughs> and this one dude said, bumba clot. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. damn, they keep it free. Now, I'm going to tell you, my one of my favorite scenes in the movie was uh, CJ came home and her mom was doing some lady's hair or something. And I forgot what they asked her to do or something, but CJ was like, and her mom looked at her like, huh? It's, oh, no, 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 mom, I didn't mean that to you. That had me dying because her mom, like, she was about to tear her ass. So like, no, you didn't smirk at me, mama. And it was actually it was mentioned another time when the dad came in the garage. I don't know if you caught that. And, and the boy said, and the dad was, or if that was his sucking uncle, your teeth. he said, "What you sucking your teeth? What the fuck are you?" Like I was like, they call. Yeah, I was like, that's how I be. Like yeah. the littlest shit, it get your head busted open. <laughs> but it was yeah. a funny. It was a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, I, I I highly recommend it. And I, I I don't know if they can revisit this, but I'd love to see them try. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, we, we're done spoiling and. <laughs> <laughs> I just have one question. Michael J. Fox is in this. Uh, For a brief is he playing, scene, brief scene. Is he playing himself or character? Character. He he's a science teacher. Um, there. Say what? I find that fascinating because I'm not trying to. I mean, Michael J. Fox is a hero of mine. Uh, but is he? Is it clear that he is? You know, suffering from Parkinson's. Well, I mean, not the character, but I mean, you can see that. Michael J. Fox, if you know his disease, yeah, you can see he has issues. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of, that was interesting you asked that because I, he's only in it for like one sort of scene or whatever, but I was kind of like, I kind of felt like, man, they got, they got Michael J. Fox in here looking disheveled or something. He, he reminded me of, what's the, the doctor dude from the Back to the Future? Chris, Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, I was because it was a scene where they, I don't, I don't know why I noticed it. Well, this was shot in 4K, that's why I noticed it. But it was like he had some nose hairs or something, or it was they were shot up in his nose. It's like his nose all looking dirty and stuff. I was like, Damn, really? They got him looking kind of crazy. But I understand that he has this condition, so I kind of just chalked it up to that. But yeah, I mean, it was dope that he's in it. You know, I love the fact that he was in that in this type of movie. But I was kind of like, man, he's, he's, you know, if you didn't know who he was, he just looked like he was some kind of nutty professor type dude, which I thought maybe that's how they was playing as a joke to the other cat. But, but it's a cool movie. I definitely say definitely check it out. Definitely. Definitely check it out. You know, shout out for Netflix doing, just doing different type of content. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I, I didn't. I thought this movie. I remember seeing this trailer. For some reason, I thought it was coming in the theaters, but I was shocked. I was, oh, this is on Netflix. So let me watch this. I watched it immediately. You know, yeah, it was cool. You know, and I guess this is gonna be me on my conspiracy brother and my complaining ass Negro, but it's like, and Netflix has a lot of good content that stars, you know, the white people. And some of the stuff I see that gets green, I, I, I just I just kind of roll my eyes like, how the fuck does this shit get done? So that's so when I see this, I'm like, you know, thank you, Netflix. Thank you for, you know, giving us a giving 
as black characters in an unconventional, in my opinion, unconventional type film. Now, I'm seeing a picture of him. I assume this is taken from the set. He's reading a copy of Kindred. Oh, see, that's another great thing. They they show that in the movie. There's a Damn, couple I of shots. That. Yeah, there's a couple that. of shots. They show somebody reading Kendrick. I, I didn't remember. I couldn't tell that was him doing it. And in the, and just before that, they show the kids reading the graphic novel of uh, Black as Fuck, which I thought was dope. So they, they definitely give a lot of shouts to black sci-fi nerd type books and movies and shit. Now, I'm familiar with Kendrick, but Black as Fuck? It's called Black Black AF. It's a, it's a uh, comic oh, book. Oh, okay. Yeah, comic book. But uh, anyway, um, let's jump over this real quick because this came out. Uh, DC, uh, the rumor, I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but it's semi-official, is that uh, the new Batman is going to be Robert Pattinson, uh, the guy from the Twilight movies. Uh, Now, I know initially looking at that, people, I think Q just said, oh, Lord, personally, I want to I'm wait and see. I I saw a movie with this cat that I talked about last year. God, what was it called? Can't remember what it was called, but I went to the theaters to watch this movie, and it was a great fucking movie. He starred in this movie. Uh, it was with him and his brother, and his brother was sort of mentally retarded or something, and his brother ended up going to Rikers, and then he had to like try to raise the money to get him out, so he was like running cons on people, and it was this very visceral visceral movie it all takes place like in one one or two nights but he was bombing this movie like I, I, he's a dope ass actor um so i'm curious to see what he does with uh, this good time good time yeah i i implore anyone to see this movie this movie was dope dope fucking movie um but so i know that he's he's a dope ass because he was he was dope in that movie i ain't gonna lie uh, there's another movie that he just had recently, a sci-fi movie that I wanted to see, but it was only playing in the uh, art house theater. It was kind of far away from me. It was High Life. Is it? Yeah, is it him? Uh, Andre 3000's in that movie. I want to see that too. I heard. I heard it was a pretty interesting movie. Um, yep. But yeah, he, like, again, uh, don't let the Twilight fool you. And again, if I was to go by the fanboy's opinion or go by straight facts uh, DC I guess you kind of got to go with DC because you know when they announced Michael Keaton uh, some herald him as the greatest Batman I don't but some people I mean, he, he did his thing uh, when they said uh, I can't remember what people felt about uh, what's my guy from the Christopher Nolan movies Christian Bale Christian Bale I don't think people gave him even know who Christopher Bell really was at that point, so nobody really cared when they announced it. But obviously, he he did his thing. To me, Ben Affleck was ah. To, for me, he's the greatest Batman on screen visually uh, for what he did. So I can't I can't call it. I can only wait and see. But I will say, I can't judge Robert by the Twilight movies because I've seen him and him act his ass off in a dope ass hardcore movie. So I'm not mad at it. But I'm curious, what do you guys think, Ampu? Um, I'm, I'm with you with the, the wait and see, because um, I remember, even though I was only 12 at the time, uh, when they announced Michael Keaton as uh, Batman, I, I, I was scratching my head like, Beetlejuice? Really? <laughs> and, you know, he killed it. You know, 
looking back at it now, it, it's kind of still a little absurd because Michael Keaton is so small, but he acts his ass off and is believably Bruce Wayne and Batman. Uh, when Heath Ledger was announced as Joker, right. I didn't jump on it, but most of uh, most of the internet and fanboys were like, "What the fuck? You getting the broke back guy? Like this is trash!" And dude got an Oscar. I mean, I went on. I'm sure we can go to the the, the archives. I went on a rant. What the fuck is DC thinking? Getting Ben Affleck? Did they not see Daredevil? And I had to eat a lot of crow when I after I saw BVS and I, even more so with Justice League. So based on not only just you, but what I've seen other people say, Robert Pattinson is a really good actor. Now, I mean, you take he, the look. His look <laughs> might be considered off for the role, but I feel like. Again, he's a great. Well, I don't know, great. He's a good actor, from what I heard. I haven't seen only. I only saw the first Twilight. All the, his other films, I have not seen. But what I'm hearing, you co-signing, he's a good actor. So I think if you bring, at least if you bring that to the table, then you you 75% there. So yep. I'm willing to see where they go and how he's portrayed and what they do. I, I, I saw some, um, what do they call them, headshots. And I'm I'm looking at him like, I ain't Bruce Wayne. I, I want to see. But, you know, hey, let's see what he looks like in the suit. And let's see some uh, some scenes first. Yeah, I would just say, I, I, in my mind, I actually see him as a very dark actor. Because <laughs> the movie that he was, that I'm, a good time movie, is a very bleak kind of a dark movie. And his, he was a semi-disgusting type of an individual and that resonated with me more so than I from what I remember of Twilight so I don't so I don't see him as some like young dude I see him as a very troubled guy so I don't I'm very curious the tone of what this Batman is going to be because I, I see him more as a darker type of a dude but that's just my opinion uh well, I mean if you, you saw Twilight he definitely could do the Bruni so okay I remember I, I, I remember I seen him miserable I've, doing, I've definitely seen it. Q Strong, what's your thoughts, man? Well, <clears throat> I had to eat a lot of crow because I was very vocal about Ben Affleck. I just I couldn't see it. But I agree with you that he is probably the best Batman on screen going. And I don't care. I'm not going to learn from my lesson. I just don't see this cat as Bruce Wayne. I, when I think of him and I, I'm gonna be closed-minded. I'll be closed-minded. I've only seen him in. Uh, I just know him from Twilight, and uh, from Harry Potter playing Cedric Diggory, and that's all I got on him. And he, the look, he just looks weird to me. I know he's British. Well, I guess Christian Bale is British. That's not fair. I, I'll, I'll resend that one, but I just can't see it. So I'll be prepared to be proven wrong if necessary. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the thing is, and we always have to remember this as outsiders, we have no idea the tone of this movie or what the script, what it's about. So all we're just judging it off is just surface level type of stuff. We, we, we lack the information to make a, you know, a legitimate comment about it. So that's why I say I, I, I'll just go with DC because uh, apparently, obviously, they know exactly what this movie is supposed to be. Uh, what's the name? Matt Reeves, the director. I, yeah. I, I thought the the Planet of the Apes movies were cool. Oh Lord, um, he directed those. Yes, he he, oh, he directed those. So I, I <laughs> you know I'm curious. To me though, 
I think that he only got this job because of the success of those movies at the time. I, but I don't know, like, again, I have no idea what they have planned for these. So I, don't, I just don't know. I don't how this will play into the other movies. You know, DC is in a very interesting situation because obviously Justice League was trash. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. But, you know, Wonder Woman was not trash and it was very successful. So they're rolling with Gal Gal Gadot. And again, everyone complained about her, but she killed that role. Aquaman was a successful movie. Uh, So they're rolling with those characters. So I'm curious to see how they're going to introduce a new Batman. And does he somehow eventually interact with those? And how, how do you explain it's not the Ben Affleck Batman and you know from what I'm hearing about Flash they're going to recast that now so they're in a very interesting position of you know how are they going to corral all of these characters back together years later when they do another Justice League that it makes sense yeah. and we accept them you know uh, these new people playing these roles but I don't know, we'll see, see M- Marvel just continues to sun DC because Marvel has the answer to DC, and Marvel didn't even need to ask the question. Marvel's got multiverses already. That's what DC needed to do so they could explain all this, how they get a new Flash and right. a new Batman. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, obviously, you know, Marvel's got, what, 20 years of movies. Um, and all of them ain't dope, but the ones that are, you know, we, they are what they are. But I can't really compare the two. The, DC doesn't have what Marvel has in movies, so I can't expect them to have the results that Marvel does, right? Vice versa. But it was fun. I mean, most people in Hollywood, you think with Hollywood, they're all about theft and stealing concepts and tweaking them a little bit to make them seem new. How come DC hasn't picked up on that? Well, Why actually, those? if you look at the concepts of the movies, are very similar. But again, I'm talking about make all the successful things. DC seem like everything they everything they drop is like I don't know about that. Well, actually, when Marvel, that, when Marvel drops something, like, oh, I can't wait to see that shit. I'm hype, even if it ain't good. Right. That's all. That's your Marvel. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but the thing is, again, it's hard to compare when somebody who's been working on this for twenty some odd years versus someone who is coming into this that doesn't have that long history of related movies, you can't really expect them to have, you know, DC's you fault. Well, again, DC. Years, 11 years. When did the, when did Iron Man come out? 11 years ago, 2008. And how many movies have they had since then? 22. So they have 20, and how many movies have DC had? That I don't know. Well, well that's what I'm saying. They ain't had 22 movies, right? Well, I mean, technically, since it's been DC and owned by Warner Brothers and they put out Superman, they probably going on 1520 but if you want to talk about but those movies are not not connected movies so you're not talking about that right yeah that's why i said technically otherwise you'd have to otherwise you'd have to count the x-men movies into this argument but i know you don't want to do that do you well they weren't made by marvel (laughs) but i know but they're marvel movies that's what i say when you introduce the whole span of movies they got you'd have to introduce blade and all these other movies they ain't got nothing to do with this we're just talking about the connected movies no other no other studio has done that before DC tried to do that quick gap way, and that ain't ha- that ain't gonna work, right? It so, didn't. It didn't work. So they're on seven, I believe. Man of Steel, BVS, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Justice League, Aquaman, Shazam. And see, to me, the fact that they only put out seven, 
I mean, what are they doing? Over well, there? they've done movies every other year, every year. But again, all the movies haven't been good. So you can't expect the same. Their movies are stopgap. They didn't give you a Batman movie. They gave you a combo movie, Superman slash Batman, that was on a whole other tone, dark tone that the, the marketplace isn't going to accept. So that's their first mistake. Uh, they give you Wonder Woman, which is more of a lighter tone, which people accepted that. They give you Suicide Squad, a movie that was in development issue, like Star Wars, where they, they didn't actually show you the movie that he really shot. They toned it down because they were scared that, that shit was too dark. So they gave you an edited in hell movie, which still didn't work. A what movie? A edited in hell movie. That was not the movie that that dude shot, and that wasn't the movie that he was hired oh, to give them. Hell, okay. All right. Uh, they, they hired the guy from Training Day to give you a dark, hardcore movie, <laughs> and that's what he shot. But ultimately, they decided that that shit was too crazy. Tone that shit down, and they went a different direction, which was their, their mistake. And that's what DC's problem was, in my opinion. They hired these directors to do these movies, and these directors came up with these movies, but they didn't have the heart to put those movies out. So they came back and re-edited those movies into trash. Same with Justice League. Same with the, the vision that Zack Snyder wanted to do. The shit was too crazy for them. They didn't have the heart to stand behind what he did. That's what they hired him to do. But they're looking at Marvel like, oh, man, we want a movie. Can't you make it look like that? But that ain't what I do. And, and, and you know, at the, again, Marvel sort of had these issues, but they are so successful that you'll buy whatever they tell you. So even if Ant-Man ain't really what they, but they went back and just reshot that shit. It's like, ah. Get him out of here. Bring, give him, give him this. Again, it ain't got to be super successful, but it ain't as long as it ain't trash. It's gonna be cool. But they've had so many movies to build up to it. Marvel has multiple franchises within the franchise that are successful. Of course, this shit is on another level. DC does not have that. They have the Dark Knight, but this ain't got nothing to do with the Dark Knight trilogy. This is on some other shit. So they ain't got nothing to do with each other. So I can't expect DC movies to be on a level of Marvel. They just don't have a connected universe. And the universe they did have connected, they didn't have the faith to pull the trigger on it. Right? Like, they, they got scared. They, they, was, they was watching the internet when Batman v Superman came out. It was like, oh, shit. They kind of, they're not happy with this. But we're already knee deep in shooting this next one. So what do we do? I fire his ass. Okay, well, that's going to be a mistake if you don't reshoot the whole movie. Uh, we got to get our bonuses. Put that shit out. Okay. It's going to be trash now. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. But, you know. What's interesting is is that uh, they said that it, uh, the decision for this new Batman came down between uh, this guy and Nicholas Hoult, who played uh, Beast in the the new X Men films. And my thing is is like y'all should have went with Nicholas, right? I mean, I'm saying this right now without seeing this dude mm-hmm. as Batman, but I, I think if you asking me, I would have went with Beast. Well, yeah, I mean, again, we have no idea what this movie, the tone of this movie, what it's about. So it may not have been a good fit for him. I don't know. Can I, <laughs> I know I'm going to get clowned for this, but can I just say, I really want someone playing Bruce Wayne who looks like a man instead of a teenage kid. 
I mean, between depends on the tone of the movie. That's all. I, 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 again, if it's supposed to be a man that looks manly, man, I would agree with you. But we have no idea. All we do know this movie is supposed to be a, a sort of a year one Batman type of movie. So it, it may be a younger Batman they're trying to go for. And it would look odd to have Ben Affleck playing that movie like that. I, I'd say this, and someone else was it? Some maybe may have been Sean Christopher or someone on Twitter. I can't remember. But I agree with this person. If you're going to do another Batman and you're going to introduce a new actor, then make it where we see more of the detective aspect of Batman as opposed to the brawler. That, that's, what they, that's what they say this movie is going to be about, Detective Batman. Okay. Which I don't right. necessarily care to see that, but, but, I, but I, would, I could respect seeing that. I can well, that. I just hope that they realized like one of the best aspects of the Batman since they started the DCU was that warehouse scene and they keep that same energy or that same aesthetic, that, the same fight style. I just, I hope they, they bring that to these new films. Yeah. I, I, I probably think they won't, but I would love to see it. I mean, again, I, I'm, I, I want to just see a good movie, whatever feel they go for, just make it a bomb ass movie. That's all I can ask for. Uh, at this point, you know, make it something dope, man. Uh, but I'm, you know, hey, I'll see. I, I'm gonna see what they do. I'm still anxious to see the Joker movie. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what that's all. Uh, about. Did you see that trailer? Did they show the trailer? There's a new one. I don't know if it's new or not. I've never seen it before, but it's the one. It, it played in front of John Wick when I saw. Oh, John really? Wick. No, I haven't. I th- it probably was the old one. I haven't seen any of announcement of a new trailer. It looks like a good drama. But it doesn't look like a good Joker movie to me. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I mean, there's a lot of big names, you know, uh, respectable actors involved. So I'm curious to see what they do. It looks they, to me, it looks like something we ain't ever seen in a superhero movie, or sort of the villain's point of view. So I'm very curious to see what they do with that. That's for I'm sure. Just, I'm sorry, my for me to buy you as the Joker, you have to have you have to be scarred in a chemical bath. And I'm sorry, you can't just put on makeup and paint on red lips i'm not gonna buy you as joker do they say he's not scarred by chemical in this movie or something well they don't but it looks like to i get the impression that we do see what the joker is going to look like by the end of the trailer yeah i can't i can't judge no these trailers trailers be fake as hell but, but i heard you but say. to play but to play devil's advocate oh did you like heath ledger's performance as the joker you talking to me yeah I'll put it this way. I like Heath Ledger's performance. That was not the Joker, though, to me. It was just a... It was just like a, any regular serial killer. It was like watching Seven as opposed to watching the Joker. Okay. I dug it. I thought it was dope. Dope interpretation. But all right. Uh, to me... Oh, go ahead. Well, I'll, just, I'll just say this last thing. To me, what makes... Okay, I'll just speak for myself. What makes the Joker an interesting character is that he can't take off the makeup. He's scarred for life, and that is part of his insanity. That's one of the reasons that he's insane. Whereas you can take off the makeup. You know, it's like what we say about everything but the burden. I don't know if that's a good analogy. But uh, you, if you can take off the makeup, you're not really, you can't be in that much pain as far as I'm concerned. All right. Yeah. You can yeah, you can hide, you can walk around people and not be seen as the freak that you are. That's what makes the Joker the Joker for me. That he can't 
take off his mask. Hmm. All right. I would say uh, I, I I can respect that. Uh, I I have to think the Joker would be the Joker no matter <laughs> whether he had the, the actual makeup on or not. But uh, I will. I love the Joker from God. What was that? I was just talking about this graphic novel a couple the last couple shows. Uh, it's a newer book. Uh, now I'm gonna have to look it up. But the Joker ends up running for some sort of politician type role. Wow, oh, no, that's interesting. It's that's really, it's a really good book. It's it's a new classic to me. Um, and he's like, I'm gonna expose the Batman for what he really is. And I'm. Gonna, hey, I remember you talking about yeah, this. Well, yeah, I forgot. God. Tip oh, wait, freaking tongue. It's like I asked this question considering who he got in the White House. But I'm like, wait a minute, how the hell does the Joker get to run for uh run for office? Shouldn't he be in jail? Like what the Well, fuck? it's because he was determined that he was insane and they cured him. Uh and he actually I, God damn, I gotta find what this was called. It's a really good book. It's a newer it's, graphic. It's a graphic? Yeah, it was a you know it was a series, but now it's collected. It's a it's a newer one. I just can't think of what it was called at the moment. It's really good though. Uh, but in it, the Joker you know doesn't have the makeup on, and he's trying to be his a regular person, his regular self. But he's still it's still in him. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still the Joker, and eventually he, Batman is able to sort of expose him for what he really is, but he exposes Batman for what he is as well. Like, uh, God. But anyway, I, I don't have that information in front of me. Uh, so some ancillary news, because uh, this does kind of affect DC and Marvel. There's rumors out there that Marvel is looking at Henry Cavill to p- replace Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine. Oh, no. Henry Cavill. Not- Superman. Oh. Yeah, I can't see that. That makes no sense. I mean, I hate, yeah, this is going to be a pause. I'm like, he definitely has the frame for it. I can see huh? that. Don't he? He's like, he's big. yoked up. He's too big. I can't. Say. First of all, even aside from that, I think it's a mistake to pull some, someone who is so recognizable as yes. another yep. superhero character to do that. That just doesn't make any sense. If if, if Man of Steel and these, superhero, these Superman movies were not successes and so widely shown around, I could maybe understand that, but they were. So it would just not make any sense to me. Like, I don't think the audience would buy him as Wolverine. They'd see Clark Kent. You know who, ironically, I think they should have tapped to to at least audition for a new Wolverine is Joaquin Phoenix. He did a movie, I'm going to say about five years ago, where he he had the beard and the long mutton chop sideburns. He looked just like Wolverine to me, and he's short. And I don't know about his physical stature, but I mean, I just when I think of Mike, uh, Mike, when I think of Henry Cavill, if I'm not thinking about Superman, I'm thinking about him in that bathroom with uh, Tom Cruise, and he does that move with his with his hands like he's All loading right. up guns and shit. <laughs> That's not Wolverine to me. And then he's about to play The Witcher. You know, and that is that the HBO thing. Based off Netflix. Of, uh, Netflix. And I think that's going to be a big one. Yeah, I see, can't see that. I just can't see it. To your point, that's why I didn't really like uh, Patrick Stewart playing Professor X after having played seven years as Jean-Luc Picard in that franchise and then in the movies. And same, that's funny same. you say that. But at this point, 
if you say his name to me, and that may not be to you, I see him as Professor X before I see him as Picard. But I'm yes. to you probably you see him as Picard. I see him as Picard. <laughs> I bet you a lot of people see him as Professor X. I mean, probably, probably, a, lot of, probably a lot of kids who don't watch Star Trek. Okay, might see. <laughs> well, no, I'm not being. I'm just saying, a lot of kids are not have probably seen X Men movies and they've seen Star Trek. The movie, I mean, that series was a long time ago, and you know these movies are relatively recent. But he would be an exception. I mean, he's a phenomenal actor to pull some shit off like that. But I don't know, man. See, the thing is, I can believe Chris Evans as Captain America, and not think of him as Human Torch. Those movies were trash. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? They weren't, and he killed this role. Like over time, he became Cap. You know what I'm saying? When I saw him in the Avengers, that's when I was like, okay, that's Captain America. He he ain't he's not human. He's not human torch to me no more. That's Captain America. Human who? <laughs> you know. Same with again. He's an exception. Michael B. Jordan. As Killmonger. I don't think of him as... I don't think of him as Human Torch either. You think of him as Creed, though? I, th- I could think of him as Creed, yeah. I think of him as Creed. I could say Killmonger Creed. I mean, to me, he's an exception. See, I actually think of him as uh, my man from The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> man, he was, what, five? <laughs> I know, but I still, I still see him from that because that was so impactful to me, but he's a dope actor, so he can play a lot of different roles. No, but it's crazy you say that. But you know, we grew up with Harrison Ford being two iconic film stars. That's, that's very true. He's, he's a dope actor, true. though. He's a dope actor. Oh wow, that's cold. What'd you What'd you say, Mike? He's a dope actor. <laughs> yeah. Because I can also see him in Clear and Present Danger, and I believe that. Too. No wait, was Raiders of the Long- Yeah, I guess he was. He playing both those roles at the same time. Yes, he was. Yep. That's amazing. But again, he's an outlier. I, I, I just got sunned. I can admit it. <laughs> well, he's an outlier. But I mean, he's a dope ass uh, actor. I mean, you're not gonna put him over Patrick Stewart or Michael uh, Michael B. Jordan, are you? I, I, I sure am. Wow. Okay. I sure. Am. I mean, yeah. No disrespect, but yeah, Harrison Ford. He got the acting chops. One of his favorite movies is the one where it was him and River Phoenix. They was like in a family. And yeah, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. No, 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 no. They were in a family and they um, were, he created that water system. They were like on some uh, island or whatever. God, that was, I love that movie. I can't think of what it was called. Harrison Ford? Yeah. yeah. It was a little movie. It was, he, he, he took his family and they moved from America to this like oh, little island. Oh, um, Mosquito Coast? Yes. I, I used to love that movie, man. Really? I, I never saw it. I bet. Uh, I had a nice scene now. I'm, I'm going to watch that today. Hopefully it's online. Or something. I gotta see that movie. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, Mosquito Coast. That was my wow. shit. Wow, Helen Mirren was in this. That's a good movie. It, it didn't do that well, from what I remember. I loved it. I, I, I but I gotta I say, whoever brought up Harrison Ford, yeah, yeah, I, I guess I can't say nothing now. <laughs> but to be clear, these niggas ain't Harrison Ford. <laughs> I, no. I mean, Harrison. <laughs> That's I guess not. I'm not seeing. I, listen, I respect Harrison Ford. I respect him. Two iconic franchises, but I'm blown away that you've given him that much props. Come on, man! It's Harrison Ford, are you serious? Patrick Stewart is the ch- trained actor doing. Uh, shit. I try to come at you, Q, but 
Come on, son. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Come on, man. I'm taking Harrison Ford over. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Wow. I, all the respect being Jean Luc Picard the, and, yeah, and Blade Professor Runner. We're talking, about, we're talking about acting chops. I'd love to see Harrison Ford play Macbeth. Okay. I, I'd I love to see. I love to see Patrick Stewart play Jones. Indiana Jones. Here, Han Solo, the Fugitive, Blade Runner. Come on, man. No, but what I'm saying, you making my point. I because Harrison Harrison Ford is great playing action characters, but that doesn't make him better than Patrick Stewart as an actor. To me, it, it does. Because uh, Harrison Ford played. Um, now I liked the movie. He has drama movies too. It was Working Girl. He was he wasn't that good in that. It was a comedy. He wasn't that great. He wasn't that great in um what was that movie? The Amish dude. Witness? Ah. Oh, fuck out of here. Yes. Oh on, no, no. The, he, fu- he, the, but, 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 the he fugitive. Was he was great in the fugitive. That was an action role. Nah, that was that was drama in that too. And uh Harrison Ford got a nomination for Witness. Oscar nomination. Okay. There you go. If you, if you, I guess their to, standards are to me. Mind. To me, Harrison Ford easily sons Patrick Stewart. That's insane. <laughs> okay, but all right. Aside from Star Trek, were you trying to say he was doing his thing as Professor X? <laughs> I just don't think you're aware of Patrick Stewart's body of work. Well, then all. I'm asking you, what is his body of work? I just told you the man has done Shakespeare. Once. He's done theater. So, He's okay, done, that uh, don't mean shit. What is that? Is you supposed to say Shakespeare? I'm supposed to be suck his dick. I don't. Okay. What's his bo- again? No, what's no, his body of saying, work? You're, you're you're the one. You're getting in your feelings a little. I'm bit. not in All my feelings. I'm asking you to give you're me examples. Not aware of, I don't think you're, you're right. So you're give me yeah. Give Star me Trek? right. So give me examples then, and you can't. Can I just you? told you. You just said Shakespeare, but what's the example of that? Okay. What what Shakespeare? When? Yeah, where? Said, like, what is it? Why does that matter? Because they don't give me no receipts. Huh? There's no receipt. You just said he does Shakespeare. Was he reading Shakespeare? Like, what are you talking about? So, what? What is it going to convince you just because I tell you the roles he played? You have to see the roles. Did you see the roles? I saw. I saw. Uh, what was the one? Ah, thank you. <laughs> That's all I've been asking you. <laughs> you couldn't remember the Joker book, but you talking like it's the Second Coming. It was uh, Waiting for a Godot with Ian McKellen. And you're saying that was dope? Yeah. Okay, so that was one. Keep going. I don't have to keep going. Why? Well, actually, you I do because we've given you numbers and examples all I'm gonna of be Harrison you Ford. You and all you just said yourself. is he's reading Shakespeare as if that's supposed to mean something. So I'm asking you to quantify. What does that mean? What, it so doesn't what? mean anything if you haven't seen the roles. And I actually you have, have you yeah. seen the roles? You named one. So I'm asking okay. you, was there any more? Because you can't just tell me that one thing you saw outweighs the different ones we've just given you. You gave me three. You gave me uh, Witness. Witness. uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Indiana Indiana Jones. Jones. Mosquito Coast. Which I heard Clear and and present danger. These are all action roles. That that doesn't matter. So so you mean so action means you can't be a good actor? You're saying action means that 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 one Shakespeare outweighs any action movie? Is that what you're saying? Mike, you're not hearing me. And that's why I'm asking you to clarify. I want to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I'm saying for the third time. Okay. I'm not saying Harrison Ford is a bad actor. What I'm saying is just because he is good when you put him in action roles, that doesn't make him 
better than Patrick Stewart. And I'm asking you, what makes Patrick Stewart better than Harrison Ford? You haven't said that I yet. I didn't necessarily say Patrick Stewart was better. My thing was you're saying what? he's hey, that's better. That's what you've been Patrick. arguing the whole point. No, no. Now you're changing it up. Okay, now you're not saying I he's said, better. Then, okay, cool. That, I'm saying he's not better either. So we agree, right? No, no. I oh. thought you were saying, you the one that said, I put Harrison Ford over Patrick Stewart. That's what you That's were what I said. And you said you're not saying that, right? I'm saying, how can you say he's a better actor than Patrick Stewart? And I gave you examples of why, but you still said you're not saying Patrick Stewart was better than Harrison Ford. Is that correct with what you just said? I'm saying Patrick Stewart is better at what he does as an actor. He's a good actor over here, but you can't put Patrick Stewart in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That doesn't mean Harrison Ford is better than Patrick Stewart because he was good in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, see, here's my thing. And now you've explained your point. Have you not? So I'm going to go for it. I'm saying Harrison Ford is a better actor because not only does he do these action movies, as you said, he also does these drama movies. And I have yet to see. No, What's but, your oh, boy's no, name? I just came up with one that I, you said you liked. You liked this movie. Go ahead. Was it called, uh, I know what Green you're going to say. Yep, Green, Green Room. Room was great. I'm not saying it, it, that was a great movie. Your point is to say what? That why? How can you say because <laughs> again? I don't know yeah. why you even repeat myself. How can you say Harrison Ford is a better actor than Patrick Stewart when you're only putting Harrison? When I just gave you one movie that you like, it's one movie. But I'm an, you, an, an these, action movie. All these other movies. <laughs> it's an action movie. That Patrick Stewart has done, and right. all this other work that you don't know of, but you're going to say Harrison Ford is a better actor than it, Patrick Stewart. It, it, as again, I'll repeat myself because I can give you numerous examples of Harrison Ford playing in various types of roles. How many roles have you seen Patrick Stewart play? Uh, I saw him play in The Green Room, right? That's the one. one you just brought up. I've seen right. him in Star Trek on TV. Two. And I've also seen him in the X-Men movies. And then and I asked you, what roles have you seen to help you win your argument? You said, well, he's in, he's in Shakespeare. And then I asked you, okay, what does that mean? You, you gave me said, one, Macbeth, and you said, gave me one said, movie, right? <laughs> I said, Macbeth. He was also in a TV series, um, the name escapes me, but I have it on DVD. I saw that. He was excellent in that. Okay. What was that? Do you know what that was? I can go get the DVD for you. Okay, well, then, so so let's just take that out of the argument since you don't know what that is. Why are we taking that out of the argument? Because we don't know what you're talking about. You just told me about a Batman, a Joker book that you thought was great. You can't remember the name of it. It's called White Knight. I didn't hold that against you. It's called White Knight, Q. (laughs) I just told you what it's called. I understand that, but when you couldn't remember it, But now I do remember it, so let's stay, Red 5, let's stay focused on what we're talking about. Well, I can't go get the DVD for you. Okay, that's why I said, until you do get the DVD, let's leave that art of the argument since we don't know what you're talking about, right? I don't know. let's stay focused on what we are talking about. Let's not talk about Batman. Stay on Harrison Ford. You don't know the name of that movie, so let's leave that out of the argument. What else? Exactly. So no, I, you, oh, I, I don't. Ha- I don't have time to find out. I know you don't have time, so we don't have time to talk about it. Then that, that's fine. So you don't know what you're talking about because you're not giving me the time to uh, research this problem because I wasn't prepared for this uh, question. Uh, to, to be fair, Neither, look, to be fair, let ahead. me interject this: number of Harrison Ford Oscar nominations one, number of Patrick Stewart Oscar nominations zero, because he worked most. Of, a lot of this stuff was done overseas. That makes so that oh so overseas movies are that. not eligible for uh, awards. 
they may not have been considered by the Academy. Well, I just know what was that name? Robert Benigni, uh, 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 he won an Academy Award for Best Acting for a film that wasn't even in English. Okay. Patrick Stewart sucks as an actor. I, 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 no one, no one's seen that. Now, now you're in your feelings, sir. No one said he no, sucks. No, no, <laughs> no one said he sucks as an actor I'm at all. Sure why, I'm not sure why this is <laughs> why we're arguing. Oh, I, now, you, now you don't want to know why we should we should argue. You when you when you off, get Mike. called to the pain, ah, he off. sucks. I don't even know why we're having this conversation. That sounds like the, the argument you're making that he's not as good as Harrison. He's Ford. not. That is the argument we were making. I don't see how you can say that. I didn't say he sucked. I just said he's not on the level of Harrison Ford. That's, that's all right. That, you're saying that out of ignorance of not having seen. Right, and and I ask you for I ask you for for teachable moments. You have yet to have the time to research them, as you said. Right, so I can I only we can only have a conversation between you and us. I don't know what anybody else says. So when you, you say you say, don't have enough time to research it, yes, or, I am ignorant just as you are. Now, you until you get the information, we can revisit this conversation. I'm happily to take that L. But as of right or, now, you don't or, know what you're talking about. I don't either. So I'm riding with Harrison you, Ford. You Go say, ahead, sir. Or you could say, I need to, you could say, That's well, true. Mike or Q, Maybe I should see what you're talking about. I can see, find out for myself for sure. what Patrick Stewart has done before for I sure. this judgment. I, I tell you what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to have the same energy you had for, what's his name? Robert Patterson. What did you say about that? <laughs> you say you don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going by what I say. I don't know with the other movies. I'm just judging it by what I know. So I'm going to just follow your lead, right? And I, But I said I don't know. I just said, I'm going to have the same energy you do. So I don't know either. So I'm going to just do what you do and go by what I do know and, and pass no, my judgment see, on I'm that. Gonna do is, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my research. So you're, gonna, so you're saying you're going to go watch the Robert Patterson movies and change your opinion? Or are you going to go by what you said you was going to do and just go by your own opinion? No, I'm going to go and research these roles for you and send them. No, to I'm you. asking you about Robert Patterson. <laughs> Again, so you, remember, I brought up, you, remember, I brought up the same you. energy that you had. So I'm asking you, I'll are you now you, not Mike. going to do the same energy that you had on Robert Patterson and go watch his other movies? Or are you going to do what you said was I'm only judging it by what I know? Would you say you, you said something very specific? You said, oh, I'm just going by. I could be ignorant or whatever. I'm going by what I know. He ain't. The, yeah, they can prove right. me wrong later. So I'm just doing what you do. You can prove me wrong later, just as, just as you said about Robert Patterson. Is that okay? Not really, no. But then why is it okay for you? Because my I, I <laughs> said that different. No, you won't let me answer the question. Is that how this goes? It's all. Get out your feelings. Are we, Go ahead are and are we the point question. scoring right now? Get out of your feelings and answer the question. Because I said I am ignorant. Robert Pattinson's other roles, but I'm, I'm not saying anyone is a better actor than Robert Pattinson. I'm not saying that out of hand. I'm saying I'm going by what I know. And that's Cedric what I'm doing. Figure. That's why I said I'm doing the same thing. So is it okay if I do the same thing as you? Certainly, Mike. Then there we go. <laughs> it's the same energy. Okay. More statistics. <laughs> Number of Golden Globe nominations. Harrison Ford, three. Patrick Stewart, three. Ah, there you go. There you go, Q. What does that prove? I'm that they're equal, doesn't it? I'll try to help you out. Doesn't that prove that they're equal? And for, our golden, and, and for our golden Globes, it does. It certainly does. So then we can't necessarily say, in, if we look at the Golden Globes, they have But I ain't looking at the Golden Globes, but I do agree with you. In, ter <laughs> <laughs> in terms of the Golden Globes, that is true. Man. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
That's all right. I mean, you're, now you're, you're, you're a Star Trek fan, so I understand it. I get it. You see, you keep basing this on Star Trek. I'm not basing it on Star Trek. I just said I understand that you are a Star Trek fan. I would imagine that plays into it. Or are you saying it doesn't? I, it, it, I, I know Patrick Stewart through Star Trek. That was my introduction to him. Then okay. I saw him do other things. I'm like, this guy is there a penultimate actor. That's all I'm saying. It's okay. But I know, I know, I feel like I know Harrison Ford's body of work For sure. just as well. I, 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 would hope you do. I hope you do. Well, that's why, I feel like, it's for me to say I don't think Harrison Ford is a better actor because I know both bodies of work. Sure. Whereas you now, who has a? Let me ask you this question: Since you know both, who has the greater body of work? Mm. Well, see, the thing is, we know. Harrison Ford's body of work. No, no, I, I'm not talking about what we know. I'm talking about what you just, said. No, no, no. I no. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, listen. They can't actually hear you, so listen. I'm asking you what you know, not what we know. I'm saying just off the statement you just gave, you said I know both bodies of work. I'm just asking you a very simple question: Who has the bigger body of work? I would say Patrick Stewart. Interesting. Okay. I, I, I don't know the answer. I don't know both, so I have to go with you. What you I said. am I am including his theater work as well. Okay. Theater. Oh, well, I'll put it this way: mm-hmm. theater, film, and television. Okay. Like I said, I don't know anything about Patrick Stewart from just based off what I said. So I have to go with your answer. So I don't want you to feel like I was threatening you. And I respect. I respect that. So, that I can put, I, so that's why I don't understand how you can say Harrison Ford is a better actor than Patrick Stewart. Well, again, as I said, you have to understand it because I'm using the same reasoning you gave about Robert Patterson. You understood your but own. Use, it's not the same reasoning yeah. at all. Well, that's, no, that's it's, it's the same mindset reasoning, right? Because you said, I, I'm only going by what I know, and that's what I'm saying. So if you can and understand said, that reasoning, regardless of the circumstances of what I'll we're see, talking okay. about, I'm All talking. Right. About, I'm talking about the All state right. of mind, and I'm, you do understand what I'm saying, right? No, not I the don't. Drax. I, not I, the Drax. I, I too- not the Drax. Definite. We're talking about two different things. I understand that, but I'm saying we're coming from the same point of thought process. When I'm only going by what I know, regardless of what the topic is, <laughs> Mike, right? you could talk that. Sh- you can talk that shit all day long. All I'm saying to you sure. is that I said, I admit it, I'm going by what I know, and I never at any point said any actor is better than Robert Pattinson. I also said- I didn't say you I, did, and, 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 I, and I, also I also didn't say that you did say that because we weren't talking about who was better. You was talking about was he fit for a role. So it's so I don't know why you keep comparing oranges and Robert apples Patterson conversations. We're not talking about what you're talking about. We're talking about the reasoning by what you're saying, right? We can both agree. Saying. We can agree that I'm talking about the reasoning, not the actual specifics of the conversation. Hopefully I that makes sense I, to you. I think you're dancing around. You're not really wanting to hear. That's my funny point. that you would say I'm dancing around, but I hear you. No, you, well, <laughs> I'm I'm being very clear about what I'm saying. I know the audience is thinking. Oh, Q getting shut down by Michael Dean. No, it's just Michael Dean won't let me talk. Is that what you be thinking? And keeps twisting my words. <laughs> why, why would you say that? Is that? Do you think that? I know there there are uh, audience members. I'm cool with it. That say, oh, you shut down Q. You always shut down Q. Interesting. And I'm like, well, what he does is he over talks me. Interesting. <laughs> hopefully you don't. And if, be if that shut me down, hopefully hey. you don't think that. 
I'll let that cloud. I hopefully you don't let that cloud what you're saying. But go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'll just say again for the last time. What I said about Robert Pattinson mm -hmm. was that I don't like him as in uh, being considered for Bruce Wayne because I'm going by what I know of him. And I listed the three roles that I said I know. And right. I did that to show you to show everyone that I don't know a lot about him other than what I know seen him in. And I even went so far as to say I am prepared to eat crow just like I was with Ben Affleck. So I never said anyone was a better actor than he is. Nobody ever said you did. I agree. But you're saying Harrison Ford is a better actor than Patrick Stewart with ignorance of Patrick Stewart's body of work. I said that's true. And you're true. holding me accountable for educating you on that before. Oh, be, I'm not. I'm not holding you accountable. I, I'm just using the same okay. reasoning that you used, and I agree with you. Okay. That's why I said if if it, if the reasoning behind it makes sense when you use it, then it's got to make sense when I use it. I, well, we disagree that it's the same apples to apples. I, 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 I said it's not the same apples to apples reason. I just said the reasoning is the same. What we're talking about is different. I agree. But again, if I use your logic and you have no problem with that, then you can't have a problem with me using the same logic that you do. <laughs> See, when you talk like that, I'm like, what the fuck? It's okay. okay, Mike. It's okay, okay, Mike. <laughs> that it's makes okay. sense to you. Let's move on. That's what I'm saying. And that's really the end of the day as long as... Let's, really, let's move on. Really that matters. makes sense to you. What's, that, what's, the, name the, what's the name of the show? What's the name of the show again? Maybe that makes sense to some of the listeners. But let's move on. What's the name of it? That, there you go. <laughs> on your Walter White. <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> Say my... Say it! <laughs> Pause. Huh? <laughs> I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My man Q. All right. Well, that was a that was a good MD and Q debate that we haven't had that in a minute. Which hey, which one of us is John Wick or which one of us is Zero? <laughs> That's all I want to know. <laughs> which one of us is who? Zero. That was the name of the character. Zero. Oh, the Asian dude? Yes. Oh, cause I didn't even know his name. You know what? I didn't know because I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen this show. They say he's the host of some uh, cooking show or something. Did you know that? Um, the bad guy. That was the first time I'd ever seen him. So no, I don't. I had, I've seen him in other movies, but I didn't know he was the host of some like reality cooking <clears throat> show. Like that dude was badass in this movie. So funny. So funny. Um, anything else? That we uh, comic books. I, I just uh, was curious if you guys and Big Sex. I wish you were on. Um, I am hearing amazing things about this book. I guess there are fourteen issues in. Immortal Hulk. Hulk. I've heard good things about it, but I have definitely not read it. Which takes the Hulk in a in a place. I guess is what they based the Hulk when we see him in Ragnarok. I guess that's what they based him on. Where hmm. Bruce Banner now is cannot die. Whenever he dies, he turns into the Hulk. There's a interesting. I bought issues. I bought issue two issues. Maybe it was sixteen and seventeen. I'm hearing that issue one, which came out what, a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. is going five hundred dollars now. Huh? But um, there's a. I didn't. I haven't read the book yet, but I opened it up. There's a scene where Bruce Banner is dead on an autopsy table. And they're taking organs out and putting them in jars. Weird. And somehow he, the, the organs managed to get back together and he turns into the Hulk. 
Now, I'm calling bullshit, but I'm hearing such good things. I'm like, let me go read this shit. Then. <laughs> but apparently none of y'all have read this or heard of this. I've never heard of it. Not, not of that, what you just described. I have heard good things about the book, though. They, uh, uh, Daryl B., who knows anything and everything about comic books, he said it's like, it's almost like the Hulk as Freddy Krueger. Hmm. I'm like, well, and apparently there was some book, I don't know, was it a one shot where the Hulk is stranded on some planet and he gets attacked constantly and killed of Bruce Banner and turns into the Hulk when he dies, he gets eaten alive by a bunch of bugs or something and wow. turns into the Hulk. <laughs> I never heard of that. <laughs> some way out. Okay. Wouldn't surprise me though. I, th I think it was Big Sexy that told me that. All right. Now hip to it. Okay. So you you gonna go check this out or what? Well, I bought the last two, and the, and the guy was like, "Good luck trying to find the first fifteen, the first fifteen copies." Do you so read I, digital comics, or you you buy the actual? I stopped, man. Mm -hmm. I stopped. I mean, it's been probably been about four years since I read. A comic book. I tried reading Red Sun, and that thing is what ten years old. No, I said digital comics. I know. I'm just. My point is, no, I'm not reading digital comics. Uh, I'm not reading comics at all. No, I was just saying that in the sense you said you couldn't find a certain issue. I'm like, how, how do you not find an issue if it's on digital? No, well, I was talking to the guy at the comic book shop, and I was saying, uh, do you have any back issues? Gotcha. He was like, good luck finding the print version of that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like I said, actually, I might check it out because I think um, a lot of the Marvel stuff you can read for uh, free <clears throat> as a part of the Comicsology thing. So I'm about to check that out. Oh, do you have to subscribe to Comicsology or something? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I think of it as like Netflix for comics. So they have a thing called Comicsology Unlimited. You can't buy you, but you can still buy individual issues. Yeah, you can still buy individual if you want to, but the ma uh, majority of the Marvel, well, I don't know if it's the majority, they have obviously a lot of stuff, but a lot of their stuff is a part of that program, so um, stuff from the last couple of years you can easily read uh, for free. One of the reasons I stopped with the digital copies is because when you go, when you go on, the, I'm ready for y'all to call me old man Q, I don't give a fuck, but when you go on the interfaces, it's so difficult to find the book that I find it difficult to find the specific book I'm looking for. You search for it? I try that and either it doesn't show up or I'm like, there's no way it's not on here. Then I have to go to view all and I have to scroll all. I have to look through every title and I might find it. It's like they need to lay this thing out where it's they should put like new books in one section. I can just go there and see all the new books. Boom, I want that one. Yeah, they have that. I don't know what what you're looking at. Okay. Right. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> All right. I, to me, the only thing I would say about it, it's almost overwhelming because there is so much there. Maybe that's what it is. That's probably like, what it is. I want to read it all, but I was like, I can't read it all. Um, but, uh, I mean, there's so much uh, on there. Um, they just started a thing. I don't know how long it lasts, but the Marvel books are all half 50% off. So like all the new books are only like two. You're talking about the back issues. No, I'm talking about everything. Like, so the new books are only like two bucks. That's because they know shit. Four ninety nine is not flying <laughs> in today's economy. We need to slash these things 
in half. Yeah, but it's dope because the, then the trades are half off too, right? So they're like $3 or something like that. Uh, so. Oh, uh, have either of you heard of this book called Naomi? I've, my dude, I've heard of it. Is it. He said that's sold out all over the place. You know the story about that? The concept uh, behind No, this is a DC book, right? I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, I've heard of it. Again, it's just there's so much out there. I just can't read it all. But uh, when somebody says it's sold out, that's funny to me because I, I don't go to the stores. I buy a digital so But uh, yeah, maybe it's good or something. Then there was another book by uh, David Walker. It's a black thing book. Oh, I can't remember the name. Shit. Now, see, I'm doing you now. I can't remember the name of the book. Shots fired. Go ahead. It's but he, he just, it just got option for a film. Hmm. Uh, it's like a, the character is like a John Henry type. Re, rebirth? No, no. Is that it? Rebirth? I don't know. I'm not going to bring up comic books anymore, I think. <laughs> Because clearly I'm not reading what y'all reading. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I'm really reading is uh, Batman Who Laughs. Batman Who Laughs? Yeah, I think we've, we've talked about that. That's the uh, Batman who uh, he's from a different Earth or whatever, but he's he's a Joker Batman. Like he's out of control. Uh, it's a good. It's a good series. It's a newer character that was created uh, in part of the Metal limited series that happened maybe a year ago or so. Uh, but he is now here on the regular Batman Earth, <clears throat> and he has uh, he's going at that Batman. And the, the, the Batman who laughs, he's a different type of costume. But he's like the Joker and Batman. He's like the Batman who took the Joker toxin and became just decide I'm, I'm gonna kill people and be a, be the joker but with the batman but he is bruce wayne but he just don't give no fucks um and he's there's also the grim knight and he was from a, a world where the batman where, where bruce picked up the gun <laughs> and shot the guy who killed his parents and he became a gun nut and <laughs> shots fired Mike. And I'm just saying, and like he's strapped up and like he's busting on everybody and he you know he's wild but it's 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 actually a really good uh series you should definitely check it out um, but yeah I, I definitely read that for sure um all right man um i think we might be at the end of the route here I know. Uh, Aunt now, Poo, at, the beginning, Aunt, you, at the beginning, you said we're not going to be in here that long. I know. It's like church. It's like church. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know if Ampu wants to go into his uh, historical uh, news story that he had about these strippers with the $300 million settlement. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even read through that. I just posted <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that, like, get the fuck out of here. But go on, get your bag, sisters. Go on, get the bag. Wow. All right. All yeah. right. Well, with that said, uh, we'll, oh, uh, oh, go ahead. I, I know, uh, as I was thinking real quick, uh, Sony and Microsoft partnering up. I was like, hey, we must be in the last days. God damn. What happened now? I'm sorry. Sony and Microsoft. Uh, remember I posted oh. the news story. They're partnering up. Um, 
Microsoft is giving them access to their program to help uh, with this cloud gaming. And uh, with Sony's, uh, Sony's going to use their, going to give them their uh, computer assets. And I'm like, what the hell? Hey, man, I, to me, I see that as... Uh, they're AI, yeah. Microsoft's AI, Sony sensor capabilities. And I'm like, what the hell? That's just, I just couldn't imagine that if you go back to 2002, 2005. Well, yeah, back then I couldn't imagine it, but I mean, the way that it seemed like the way the, the industry is going, uh, moving away from the console, you're going to have to link up, uh, you know, sort of centralize the delivery system because how are you going to have, I know it's going to be tough, divided. It's limited, limited money. But if y'all say, well, listen, we can eat off everything. We link up, keep every, keep the game right here and we can get paid off all these games together. You know, we, the, the console sales going to be gone. So that whole money game is over. And who are we going to give it to? Comcast? Yeah. No, it's just funny because uh, like PlayStation at one time was a dis- uh, industry disruptor and then my xbox definitely became an industry disruptor mm-hmm. with you know the e- uh high speed internet and uh the xbox live and buying the games online and now <laughs> google's like yeah we about to fuck the whole video game industry up yeah i mean but that isn't that where all of it's going it's all going digital and so there's gonna be some sort of uh, what do you call it? It's gonna be. A, I mean, the the, uh, the gatekeepers of keeping the products to the customers busted wide open. So you take out the retail stores. Well, there, there's that. So then, where are they gonna get the games? And who's gonna eat off of the pipeline? They ain't but a few pipelines. Well, which is interesting because for most people anticipate the PlayStation 5 is going to be announced next month at E3. Well, no, actually not E3. Let me take that back. Sony's not going to be there. But um, the PlayStation 5 will be getting announced. But uh, Microsoft, they're working on this uh, this streaming platform. So I'd really like to know, see where all this is going to go. Because, I mean... Console benefits, you know, the brick and mortar stores, the big box retail stores, the game stops, but they can get more money with digital sales. I know that. I know that for a fact. They get more money of course. off of digital sales. Yeah. So, it, again, the consoles have a short shelf life of sales for retail because they ain't going to get the game sales where the money's at. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's all going digital. So, of course, uh, Again, who got the pipeline? Comcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so they they like, okay, how are we going to compete with that? AT&T. We gotta, yeah, we got to link up. Because right. they, they could be like, man, fuck the... Oh. Again, all we, all we giving them is uh, access to a branded controller at this point because if they don't need the console to play the game and it can play on Google, then we out. Yeah. You know, so here's something funny too. I was gonna throw this. I, I want to give my man props. Urban X uh, podcast on YouTube. I was watching my man's uh, 
program this morning. He was talking about, I think he was kind of talking about the Faircon being banned from Facebook. And he asked a question. He said something I thought was very funny. He's like, what if, and I'm just saying what he said. He said, what if these white folks did like Thanos and snapped their finger on social media? All these people building these brands and these places online, then this shit would be over. In a, I'm sorry. In a snap. I'm sorry. One more time. If they did what? He said, what if the white folks snapped their fingers like Thanos and shut down social media where you couldn't really put your shit out no more? The people who have been built, so-called building brands and building these businesses online, they'd be out the game. Because they don't, yeah. have, they don't yeah. have no sort of real world sort of thing. It's all built on other platforms. And I think he's kind of saying... I again, I'm speculating, but I'm looking at it. And I think Q said you got to go, Q. Or he maybe he's already gone. Uh, it was saying that uh, you know you see the the Bannon Farrakhan's, Alex Jones, and a couple of these you know obviously these extreme sort of people that they can use as right wing this or alt right blah blah blah. But what if it came down to that's just the verse, first that's that's the first. Uh, band thing it come down to regular people or businesses where they was like we're gonna shut off. we're gonna lock down a lot of this shit and really just make it so you can only receive shit but you're not really I'm not gonna let you build up some type of a, a business that would threaten the situation threaten our businesses or other we're not gonna we're gonna stop the disruption at a certain point, like we can't, mm. we can't allow the disruptors because it's it's big business, and it can't be these loopholes or, you know, and he was saying something that was interesting too. He's like, and I don't necessarily believe him there here, but he's like, do you really think that these companies started in these garages? Like, you really think they would allow these corporations that basically run the world and run the game and are so powerful, they, they were just some happenstance luck type situations or were they presented that way? They already had a narrative of how they was going to present these things because they already knew how powerful this technology would be. I don't, that's going on some conspiracy type shit, but I do see, I could see where when your Googles, your Netflixes, not Netflixes, your Facebooks and these get to a certain point they were, if you believe the narrative, they were disruptors coming into the game. But do you really think they would allow it to be open-ended for other people to disrupt them on their own platform and, and, and upsert power that they have now? They would lock that shit down. There's no way. It just doesn't seem like it'd be good business sense for them to allow everybody to have the opportunity to somehow uproot them at their own situation. They would have to lock it down or the government would have to sort of institute rules and policies that would not just be able to allow anybody to get into the game and become a multinational corporation. And, and, then, the, and then it would seem as if the government has to sort of bow down to their rule and acts to regulate the situation. They would never, let, they can't let that happen. Yeah, because I, I, I'm hearing talk of them trying to break up Facebook, which I'm like, have we need break them up. 
But yeah, I, this this doesn't. I know some people probably be like, oh shit, here's Mike with his old conspiracy brother <laughs> BS. But he he ain't he ain't that crazy because there are whispers. You know, I've seen a couple of articles. Somebody said, what would what would a a, a Facebook look like broken up? And and I'm like, what are you trying to say? You're gonna take this the 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 server from the social platform from Instagram from Messenger from WhatsApp? Like this just sounds hella crazy, but. And honestly, I guess I'm about to put my tinfoil hat on. That whole thing with the Russian bot and how Russia infiltrated Facebook to get Trump in office, I could see that be a a huge, long game, long con for them to F with uh, Facebook. There's that angle. Yeah, there's that angle and just the angle of Facebook itself. Like if you were Facebook, would you? Leave it open-ended for someone to come in and uproot you, possibly, no. in your own platform. Or if you didn't believe in those certain things that they talked about, it's like, oh, yeah, well, shut that down. Yeah, ban them. Or, nah, that ain't going to play. We, you're not going to criticize us on our own shit or go against our business interests on our own platform just because we, we're, we're going to leave it open-ended for anything goes. Oof. So, yeah, so again, I could see how you, at the beginning, of course, you ban the, you know, they would say the extreme people and they would make the argument, well, you have to ban him because you ban him. It just introduces that whole play into the arena. But I don't think it necessarily would stop there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I think. This I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I'm thinking back to what was a week or so ago where they banned all those right wing extremists. It oh, it was Farrakhan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, okay, we're gonna ban Alex Jones and all that, but there could be a part of being on code a little bit. Well, shit, we're gonna ban, we're gonna ban this too. Even even you got people saying, but he ain't on that. Well, to some of people who are is and. You know, we can't just have that side. We got to do the other side too. Okay, wow. Okay, but then I'm like, oh, where does that really stop at a certain point? Like, and we've heard rumblings years ago where certain black people felt like they was getting silenced or put on probation yep. on Facebook, <laughs> and it was like, why am I being shut down? I'm, well, so, you know. So again, we don't know what's going on in these companies, but. These companies are very powerful uh, and they all linked up. You know what I'm saying? And I, again, I don't still see them leaving it open for other another company to be as powerful as Google or another company to come up and be a Facebook or an Amazon. I just don't see them allowing that shit to happen. Now, I don't even see the ones who are in control now, those companies I just mentioned, I don't see them leaving it open where you would be able to overturn their shit in their own platform let alone the the United States government seeing this stuff play out and sort of having to bow down or or go into hearings about what control these companies have I just don't even see the companies themselves some people be like oh Facebook shut this isn't it shut this down and ban this yeah well well, we, that's why that's why he, when he said that was interesting, what if they did snap their fingers like Thanos and we're like, you know what? We're just going to shut the whole thing. 
a lot of people who think they got these businesses and platforms, they be done. You see this on YouTube sometimes, right? They be like, that ah, band, up, nope. turn the channel off. Uh, we can't make no money off of it or it's too controversial or whatever. Turn it off and they should be over. There'll be probably about 50 million unemployed Instagram models. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, I got to go get a job. <laughs> yep. Or, or, or they, or, or, you know, like, uh, they, like they do like they did radio or something or TV. You can't broadcast without a license and that license ain't cheap. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like everybody wants to get into the weed game, but the barrier entry is five hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. You want to? Okay. You got to go. Through, you got to get this license. Got to get this. They got. We got to check this. You got to pay us a monthly, a yearly thing. Blah 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 blah. We're gonna tax the hell out of this. And I could see these big corporations pushing for that because that's the way to stop other people stop innovation. Because they're like, well, most people ain't gonna be able to come up with the resources to do all that. So we don't True, have to, it yeah. won't be competitive for us. It's the same why, why you can't just start your own radio station and start broadcasting because some other radio stations have lobbied for the fact that they, that you can't do that because you'll be a threat to them. So it, it ain't open to everybody. And, and, and right now the internet is, is open to everybody, but I could see a point where it won't be. I've said this many times before, but I, but I can see that you, you can kind of see it coming. It's just, we can't allow they want you to think that you can become Mark Zuckerberg, but they, they really can't allow you to do that. It's too much power and it's too, it's, it'd be unchecked. Yeah. Cause in, in theory, um, you don't need the government to become an internet success, creating a webpage, creating a YouTube page. You, you don't, they, and they're not getting a cut. These old white people that don't even, I mean, we saw at some of the hearings for Facebook, they have no freaking idea how any of this works. All they do know is they ain't getting money from it. Right. And, and they know that these people are swaying people's judgment on shit. Which is even more powerful. Like, oh, you influencing people's voting and how different things are going? Nah, I can't have that. Not unless yeah. you're swaying in my direction. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway. All right, man. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this conversation as we always do we go a little long but we try and keep it impactful and Pooh where can they find you online you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Aunt Pooh alright all that's right. all I got going right now alright well definitely you can find us here at podcastjuice.net also you can find us on YouTube you can find us on Instagram just look up Podcast Juice, Facebook uh, please go to our website, podcastjuice.net. We have our uh, Work Like a Job t-shirts, our podcast on Prince t-shirts. Uh, we'll actually put a link that you can also pick up the Muse to the Pharaoh t-shirts. There's some new gear that just came out looking really dope. So there you go. As I always say, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.